0: Welcome to A Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kay Finks. And we're back, man. Episode 178. 178, right? Ain't we at 178? Yeah. We should be. hmm Damn it. I be hating it because we done done so many fucking episodes, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. so We need we, a ticker or something.
0: Yeah. Or we just need to pay attention to yeah, the episodes. Way. And since I'm the one that announces them, I, I just uh, I indicted myself.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't like giving out the wrong numbers. We are at 178. I was correct. All right, man. Let's get right into it. Uh, back to school. A lot of people's kids are going back to school right now, which means you guys could fuck in the house again and you could walk around naked. So hey, I man. know a lot of parents wanted to get butt naked this whole time, but your kids been running around cock blocking the whole damn time.
1: Ain't getting no dick cause the kids are around.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, That's man. Crash mothers out here sexually frustrated. Mm-hmm. They can't find a babysitter and stuff. They've been trying to go on dick appointments and they can't go now.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gotta be hard, especially the parents that's like in that 30-year-old range. Right. When they're kids in elementary school and stuff, that's the time where you you're still kinda in your sexual prime. So I oh,
0: don't know. A woman is in a sexual prime at 36 years old.
1: Exactly. So So
0: like the older women get, like in their mid thirties, they just get super horny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they kids, as soon as they, as soon as they drop their kids off to school, they just in, immediately just pop the vibrator. Yeah. in. Yeah. And vagina just moist. And <laughs> vibrator sound like a fucking weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But kids are going back to school. And uh, thinking about this, I just reminisced about a time when I was in school and how it was back then. Um and like, especially when you grow up poor, man, you look forward to small stuff. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I got free lunches, so I look forward to getting those free lunches, man.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: when you grow up poor, man, y'all ain't got food like that. Like, you have food, obviously, but the school district you get they you get free lunches if you make under a certain amount of money. Yeah. So I was getting breakfast and lunch. Yeah. I would show up in the morning and get those little um, like uh, what was it? Those little pancake sausage things
1: corn, like corn dog. It's like pancake. a corn dog, except mm-hmm.
0: it's like sausage on the stick with the uh, fucking pancake on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: that's fire. Yeah! Sir?
0: Oh my God! I used to kill those things. Sometimes,
1: as an adult, you kind of gotta go back to your childhood. Oh, that.
0: trust me, I do. Because I bought, I bought a box of. Them. <laughs> I bought a box of the motherfucking <laughs> they must be
1: fire, and they got
0: they got blueberry ones now.
1: Really? It's I can't the, mess with the blueberry. I tried those before. You have? Yeah, I tried those. I couldn't
0: do it. I'm gonna tell you what was bomb as fuck, and a lot of people probably don't remember them. What they do actually? It was those graham crackers that had peanut butter and jelly in the middle, and they got they oh were, my.
1: God. Bruh, yeah,
0: and they were wrapped in a I silver bought, package. I bought some as an adult before.
1: Fire, they still fire.
0: They still fire. And they I used and, to
1: drink those. I mean, eat those with the milk. Fire. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. and they were always cold for some reason. Mm-hmm. But they always
1: tasted better cold. Fire, ah, you got. I'm about to go get some. Yeah, here. man. I yeah. gotta get. That's like like I was telling you. Like getting some of those those things as an adult. Like. I'd be making a conscious effort sometimes to, like, go back and get some of those things, like like the little uh, graham cracker with the uh, Hell yeah. peanut butter and jelly or the sausage uh, pancake things. That's
0: fine. What else was bomb as fuck? It was those uh, uh, cream turkey meals. It was, like, mashed potatoes with gravy in it, and yeah. it had turkey and a little white bowl. Fire. Oh, my God. That shit straight was... Straight fire. Straight gourmet, dude. Straight fire. And it came with a little wheat bun.
1: Mm-hmm. The, oh. But even... A, that's the thing, like... <laughs> We as a kid, you kinda will roast the lunches sometimes, like, oh, this is trash, I ain't eating this. But it was some of the meals that come across your table Oh you like, yo. Oh yeah. Hey, you gotta bow down to the uh to the cream with the Bro. mashed potatoes and chicken. And
0: that and that fucking lunch pizza was so good. It was always in that plastic. Oh, you mean? <laughs> it was with like the
1: little square pepperonis. <laughs> little square pepperonis on
0: it. It was greasy as a motherfucker, but it was bomb and it was so hot always. Yeah. Like you I never had a lukewarm pizza yeah. from that came in that package it was always piping hot yeah yeah the little man lego
1: pepperonis oh it
0: was Fire. a square a fucking square pizza with little square pepperonis on yeah. it with that that is what that does that cafeteria cheese that they put on that, that shit cafeteria cheese so good Fire. hey but th- they had those also in the breakfast version but it was like sausage and it mm. had like gravy was like the the sauce with cheese and and the sausage, you do you remember uh, those?
1: I don't know if I ever had. I might have, I might have. I don't remember though. Oh man, I, I think one one other thing uh, that was like an underrated fire item. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you you had these, but we we would have these empanadas. Okay,
0: like you know with the the little bread, but it boy. had beef in it. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, them motherfuckers was fire. Yes, I had those empanadas. <laughs> Man. Yeah.
1: I, honestly, they could have, lunch could have been, leg, lunch could have got a better wrap if they had the fire stuff consistently. Yes. Just had the mashed potatoes maybe once a week, then the pizza. Yes. And then the empanadas. And then uh, I don't know what else you could
0: throw in like there. Like elementary, junior high, even high school, like the way the lunch smells is just different. Yeah. It's like they put the perfect amount of chemicals in that
1: thing.
0: <laughs> 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 and it's yeah. like only in grade school or like you know in elementary whatever is it's a place where you drink milk daily. That's just so weird. That's so crazy. We drank milk every day and like the the lunch menu was so weird to be like um pizza, bread roll, pears and milk.
1: Yeah. And yet, that make milk go with anything.
0: bro. if I try to eat that shit in my adult life, i will probably shit myself. Doodle and uh, Because, first of all, milk, I can't even drink it anymore. It fucks my stomach up. Mm-hmm. I think I also learned that as you get older, especially as black people, our stomachs don't break down. Uh, the, we don't have, like, the digestive enzymes for milk. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. look that up, folks. I'm not just saying stuff. Like it's Yeah, I
1: know a lot of black people are lactose. Yeah, a lot of
0: black people are lactose intolerant.
1: I'm not, thankfully. I could still.
0: I drink almond milk. Yeah. Almond milk or oat milk. I don't fuck with like cow's milk. Plus cow's milk is nasty. We're one of the only species that drinks fucking another animal's milk. It's so nasty.
1: I actually like cow's milk. Um but I don't I don't drink it. I don't even drink oat milk or almond milk that often either. Um, but certain things like I was saying if I would have got one of those little peanut butter and jelly things oh, yeah, like you smacked I got to smack those or like the way it was originally brought to me. Like I got to go get the cow milk or if you get a piece of cake or something like to me yeah. it just tastes better like the OG way. Yeah. But I definitely like if I'm eating cereal nowadays, I'll definitely have an almond milk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Back in the day at Bakersfield High School, we, we had this little... Um, in the center of the campus was this little, like, hut. And they used to sell pizza out of it. And it was called Stone Willie's Pizza. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, the last class to have that. Like, after we left, they, they just, like, shut that whole, like, company down or whatever. Yeah. But Stone Willie's pizza was bomb as fuck. Yeah. But it was greasy as hell. So the way you had to eat it is you had to get like it came in like a little box. Yeah. And you had to flip it upside down and keep going back and forth upside down. And then finally, when you open it, all the grease would stick to the top and then you could eat the pizza. <laughs> that shit was greasy as that's a motherfucker. Wild. The stuff you gotta do to make it edible. You know that orange grease that's on pizza?
1: That's disgusting.
0: You know what I'm talking about, yeah, though. That obvious. orange grease, and I just be seeing people eat the orange grease. I'm like, dude, you're gonna every every ounce of orange grease you drink, it's probably taking off a year of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Orange grease is crazy. Yeah, man. Like, or yeah. you see it in chili too. Like, you see people eating chili, and you see that orange, yeah. that orange grease. Just mm-hmm. here's another one. I don't know if they still have it, but have you ever opened a can of chili, and then when you peel it back, you just see orange grease, like hard orange yeah, grease at the top.
1: Harden a little bit. You'd mm-hmm. be like,
0: I'm not eating this.
1: Yeah. What the fuck
0: is this? Then you cook
1: it down, and I, start be, it just be like the same orange grease, but in a different like. Version is a liquid instead of a solid. If,
0: if you cook that orange grease down, it'd be good though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why we can't get healthy because the best stuff for us is, is disgusting. Yeah,
0: chest like, pains. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, going back to school, man, I, and and wearing those clothes and. Because when you didn't grow up with a lot and you did get... If you did get some decent school clothes, you was like, yeah, I may be poor, but I'm going to kill him with this outfit.
1: I'm going to kill him with
0: this outfit, man. And you show up. But this is what I hated. I hated when I, I thought like I got the nicest stuff. And then you see somebody with the same exact shirt on, you be like, fuck. He went to Marshall's too. Like, he's not even a cool kid. Some <laughs> little square motherfucker wearing the same shirt as me.
1: Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Boy, that nigga that don't got no fashion sense, got yeah. the same shirt on
0: as you. Yeah, you, you, like, you got fucking Mill House wearing the same shirt as me. <laughs> fuck that.
1: Yeah, the, definitely the, uh, the, the school clothes. You um, definitely you, you put your outfit together, you know what yeah. I'm saying, before school started. Or like, oh, I'm going to kill them with this one. Or oh, sometimes yeah. what I would do is I would like stretch out my clothes. Yes. So I would throw, throw some old jeans with a new t-shirt, oh yeah maybe clean my shoes off, and then, you know, mm-hmm. wear the other ones on another day and, you know, stuff like that.
0: so Man, I don't want to backtrack, bro, but I know you guys remember that student store food, though. Cause it's uh-huh. cafeteria food and there's student store food.
1: Student store, yeah. Student store food was like, was like upper echelon, low key. Yeah,
0: you was more like you were one of those rich kids, but your you were too. Your parents had made too much money to get free lunch, so they yeah. had to buy you lunch every day. Yeah, and you went to the student store, but at the student store they had, uh, chili Fritos. Mm-hmm. My God, dude, those undefeated. Yeah, you you just or Frito boat, excuse me. You cut yeah. you cut the top of the of the, the chips off. Mm-hmm. And you was you was really like you was really trying to chili cheese it up when you got the chili cheese chips and you put chili and more cheese with on cheese it. In That's double chili, bro. That's fuego. You are a chili eating son of a bitch if you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think
1: yeah. One day I'm gonna just pop up at BHS like nigga old oh, with a beard. <laughs> yeah, a dollar fifty or two dollars or however much it costs trying to get me a Frito bowl.
0: I wonder if you could just pull up and buy lunch there. Then. <laughs> They should allow. They, to- they should allow the general public to just buy school lunch, <laughs> but then you can't do that, you know, uh, because of pedophiles. But
1: yeah, you can't.
0: Yeah you, you can't be like, like yeah, you can't be like, yeah, you are gonna fuck around and R. Kelly up there trying to get some uh, lunch from Ridgeview High School. <laughs>
1: Maybe how they got the vaccines, we could have like a non-pedophile card or something. Like that. Right,
0: right. I'm right. not. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm just here for the lunch. <laughs> <laughs> At BHS we had uh, like four lines. We had the line on the far left where the menu changed every day.
1: No, it was a far oh if we face in this direction looking at the school, it was one on the far, far left that was sub sandwiches.
0: See, you, we went at different times. I'm I'm graduated with three, you're 10. So oh, y'all had a sub sandwiches? Yeah, we did. But we had them in different places. What was it at? So on the far left <clears throat> was uh the menu that changed every day. It, it would either be like, you know, pizza day. Pe- they always serve pizza mm. every Friday. Every Friday was pizza. Yeah. But they had either like fried chicken, which the fried chicken was off the fucking charts. Are you
1: messing with the fried chicken?
0: I, every now and then I did. Damn. I, I I I dabbled into chicken, sir. Mm. Um that, they would have the chicken, and it would come with mashed potatoes and a roll, mm-hmm. and that shit was fire. Or mm-hmm. they had pizza, or they had... They just switched it up, and mm-hmm. it, would, it would be like meatloaf and potatoes or whatever. Did
1: y'all ever get the orange chicken?
0: Nah, that's some new shit. Oh, we y'all never y'all got
1: orange. Or, we had the orange chicken bowls with the, with the white rice and the orange chicken.
0: Wow.
1: wow straight fire. Wow. And the cold yeah. part about it, that was like a, a staple of the... The kids that bought their lunch, the uh, a la carte or whatever. Yeah. We, but sometimes they would throw it in a uh, free
0: lunch. They were, like, low-key trying to make it a little healthier for y'all, too, huh? Mm-hmm. See, we had we, we had, had to, wheat pizza. Yeah, we had to die in order for y'all to get healthy. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> in
1: order for us to walk, y'all had to kill y'all. Yeah,
0: our, our class was niggas was getting diabetes and shit. <laughs> so, back then, it was real experimental with us, because we was uh-huh. still... We we was back in the days of soda machines. So, they took a lot yeah. of soda machines out of schools, mm-hmm. or they took sodas out of school. So mm-hmm. We had like Pepsi Blue back then. Yeah. we had this nasty ass soda called Surge. Yeah, I mean, that shit was mm-hmm. na- it was it looked like green snot, like a Mountain Dew kind of. It was black. like it was like Mountain Dew Junior with a little bit of meth in it. It <laughs> was fucking nasty. Yeah. Um. And then we had uh, oh oh my god, please somebody in the comments or uh, hit us up DM us who remembers Fruitopia. Yeah. That shit was so fucking good. Yeah. We used to drink Fruitopia. I used to, I literally <laughs> drank it every day and never got tired of it. <laughs> I would That's I would even stuff. if they had more in the back, I would like cuz I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't the, the nicest student sometimes. So if I seen an extra one, I would just grab it and put it in and nobody would see it. Damn. So I would be drinking two and three Fruitopias a day.
1: Wait, how was you getting it? Is it part of the lunch, or you? It, mean you it's part it? of the lunch to
0: get one fruitopia. Oh, they have fruitopia for lunch.
1: Yeah, and like, what, how did it? what did it come in? Like a bottle? It was in a can. Oh, in a can. Yeah, Man, that's different. Yeah, it yeah, was in a can, man. Sure. When Obama came in, he changed everything. That nigga. Was
0: Obama up. came in here and took the fruitopia
1: out of schools. Yeah, we so know wrong. how Michelle Obama got thick. So how is he gonna? Cut it off for us.
0: Obama came and said, "We're we're we're gonna take the fruit uh, the fruit topia <laughs> and, and, and 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 we're gonna place it with water." I'm like, man, get this motherfucker out of here. <laughs> that was
1: trash. I remember um, I would go sometimes I would go to BHS to uh, to the little soda machine and like f- walk from my house over there to, to buy a little Gatorade or something. Oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm. back in the day though, we had um, we had so many bullshit like sports drinks. We had like. Obviously, we had Powerade back then, mm-hmm. but we had a drink back in the day called All Sport. All Sport, I remember. That, that. shit tasted like that shit tasted like sipping lean or some <laughs> shit. Oh, that was so nasty. So cheap too. Yeah, All Sport was so. I
1: remember All Sport. Oh god, my the, dad would love All. My dad, my dad loved All Sport so much that he would call Gatorades All Sports. Like, hey son, go to the store and give me an All Sport. Like, you mean a Gatorade or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit was nasty. Yeah and it was so much sugar in it. It was so aggressive. It's <laughs>
1: so aggressive with the sugar.
0: That the it, it was like that. Sh- the sugar, the amount of sugar in an all sport was like a right hook from Tyson. <laughs> it just knocked you right into a diabetic coma, man. That was crazy. Yeah, man. Good times, but uh, but look, we're gonna move forward, man. I've just stuck on this goddamn lunch. Mm-hmm. The Frito boats. We had a thing also called a colossal burger. And who remembers those student store nachos? they come in just that regular little bowl and it's just chips and cheese but it's so good just
1: chips and cheese
0: oh yeah, like the, nachos the, uh, the nacho, nacho cheese. cheese yeah 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 man them student store nacho cheese be hitting different bro mm-hmm. and it's like as an adult like we don't want to die so we don't eat like that but, but <laughs> sometimes you got to double back sometimes man. you got to double back man that's mm-hmm. the that's the see see here's the thing that is the down like that is the, the negative to not having kids because if I had kids or if I had a son or whatever, I could pull up and be like and get some food and <laughs> nobody would think twice because I got kids to go there. Yeah. But now I'm thirty As an adult, they're yeah, gonna be I'm, like, What you doing? I'm a thirty six year old black man with no kids, so I can't be on the campus. Yeah. They might think I'm the fucking candy man or something. Or you gotta wait to the football games on Friday or something. Yeah, or I should maybe I should just go fuck a teacher so I could get free lunches. Dang. That's what I need to do. Yeah. If you got any teachers that listen to this podcast, hey. <laughs> I need to come visit you at your school. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I've Because I got a school down the street from my house, and like if I'm coming back home and I look, I'll be like, damn.
1: A couple of teachers walking around. It'd be right? teachers Are and teachers moms. A lot of teachers park on the side, too, so that's how you know. Teachers and moms Sad. looking like that? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah. Sure wish I had a kid to go to this school. <laughs> <laughs> i will be getting all the pizza out of that motherfucker man that's yeah. funny you know uh,
1: drake he had a line i don't remember exactly what it was but he talked mm. about how you know he dropped his son off at school and you know all the teachers was kind of like giving him the eye and stuff like that so
0: that's uh, drake ain't dropping shit off he got a chauffeur dropping his kid off you don't think he's dropping his son fuck off no school? drake ain't he dropping gotta him. take
1: his son to school that's an experience i don't know if he do it all the time but he definitely dropping a son. If you're Drake, sometimes.
0: you can't just pull up anywhere, man. Yeah.
1: But his son is probably in private school. It's probably rich kids in Calabasas. So yeah. Drake is still Drake anywhere he goes, but, you know, it's yeah. a little bit different when it's a bunch of rich kids around. Man,
0: this kid is born into fucking, born into, like, royalty. Uh-huh. Like, being Drake's son. Well, half
1: half royalty. What do you mean? Because his mom is just, like, she like, a porn star or
0: something. I don't think she does porn. She does, like, cam stuff. Oh. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, your kids are going back to school. Some of you guys listen listening to this podcast. You got kids. Um, you're going to be dropping them off, and they could just stop being a pain in your ass for a part of the day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I, here's the thing. I'm going to run it all in together. Um, what's also important, though, is... Equipping your kids with real life, like, uh, reinforcements. And I notice a lot of parents do a fucked up job of getting their kids ready for the real world. So some of your kids are are kind of probably insecure. Um, You know, probably they're really chubby and they're really lovey kids. But that'll get your kid fucked up nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like, your kid's going to be fresh meat. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I, I feel like if I had kids, I would crack jokes on them. Mm -hmm. I would like roast the fuck out of my kids. I would love them, obviously, but I would crack jokes on them. And the reason why is because that's preparing them for the real world. Mm -hmm. I want them to be used to jokes or not even scrutiny, but jokes. So if somebody out in the school tries to make fun of them, they already got the tools to crack jokes back on that person. Yeah. Because if you're let's say you're a little chubby, quiet, nice kid and somebody makes fun of you, you're more prone to shut down. Yeah. You can't just shut down in real life. You got to fucking respond. Yeah, it's true. You know, and I would also teach it going back to school. I would have really, really teach my son or daughter how to fight, not for them to fight, but for them to defend, defend themselves. Because yeah. we got to realize we're talking about elementary all the way to high school. People, kids are fucked up. They're assholes. They want to bully you. Nowadays, some parents, you're such cowards that your kid will tell you, I'm getting bullied. And you go to the school with the kid and you tell the, 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 the faculty there that my son's being bullied. It's not right. And then now the bully knows that your kid is telling, so he's going to beat your kid up even worse now.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What you need to do, if I was a... This is what I... I I'll take a page out of my dad's book, which I do respect how he handled this situation. He would, like... My dad would go up to the school and say, you know... I remember one time I hurt my ankle. Mm -hmm. I broke my ankle, actually. And uh, one of the the vice, vice principal tried to get me to go back to class and thought I could just walk it off. And my dad was like... Either you pay for every dollar, you know, he said you either pay for all the medical expenses regarding my son or I will make sure you don't have a bowl of oatmeal to eat out this fucking school. Mm-hmm. And and everybody got quiet and they paid for everything. Really? Yeah, they paid for everything. <laughs> like if I had a kid and let's say he was getting bullied, I would even go up to the school initially. i say, hey, if he does it to you tomorrow, you fuck him up. Mm-hmm. You hit him right. The best way to stop bullying is you sock him right in the fucking mouth. I know YouTube's probably going to censor this video. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's how you deal with bullies in the real world. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying physically assault them. But if somebody's trying to verbally abuse you or something, you respond and be like, hey, you need to chill out, buddy. This ain't that type of show. Back off. Yeah. And you need to make sure you equip your kids with this type of shit before they go out into the world themselves.
1: Yeah. Because it's the world, The first of all, School is just kind of, like, setting you up for the world, right, in, in like, an all-around kind of way, whether it's, like, you know, learning how to do math and read and stuff like that, all stuff that you're going to utilize as as an adult or whatever. But also the environment, like, the social environment kind of prepares you for the real world. I think for us, like, not necessarily – growing up on social media like Mm -hmm. we kind of were introduced to social social media later on in life it kind of prepared you because like for me I, i got bullied as a kid like you know they were mostly like making fun of my last name not like physical abuse but like making fun of my name and stuff like that so as i got older you start to like we're
0: gonna eat your groceries keith <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say that. <laughs> That'd be like, yo, what kind of school did you That'd go be to?
1: Wow. What if it's a big booty girl and they're like, We're gonna eat your booty we're gonna eat your booty like grocery station? <laughs> <laughs> did you go to school with Lil Nas X? What the fuck happened? <laughs> uh but no, nah, um so like I th- I think those kind of things are kinda like I not want to say it hardened you, but it, it kind of prepared you for, you know, what what you can face on social media, what you can face, like, in your adult life and stuff like that. But I think the kids now, like, I think this lesson is even more important because these kids are probably getting bullied at school. And then also when they're leaving school, they're probably you know, facing similar things online too. Exactly. So, you know, it's people on Instagram and maybe uh, who knows what they post in pictures and, you know, people be screenshotting each other right. and all these sort of things. So, like, you definitely have to uh, prepare your kid, not not only to deal with the, the, the bullying and stuff like that and, you know, defending yourself or, like, um, you know, like f- physically fighting if, if necessary, but also maneuvering in a certain way because there are a lot of kids out here, like, you know, there'll there be, you know, young girls and dudes even that are out here and they may be like sending new pictures to people crazy in their phones and, and stuff like that. And then they get screenshotted And next thing you know, that that picture is circulating around school. So just like letting your, your kids know, like, hey, you got a phone, but you got to you got to be responsible. And it yeah. may be enticing to do these certain things or text this guy or send a picture of yourself. Um But, yo, you got got to move in a way – like, you got to always think about the repercussions of certain things and kind of, like, almost set boundaries and rules for yourself. Like, yo, this is what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And then, like, it'll kind of guide you through, you know – when you do have that kind of, like, fork in a row, like, oh, should I do this or should I do that? But, like, if you kind of have this one-track mind, like, this is something that I'm not going to do, and it's not because my parents is telling me. It's not because it is. It's just because I know – the repercussions of some of the decisions that I make and the ramifications, as far as like, you know, how certain things could get around school and you know how how different uh, news travels. Right.
0: I just I can imagine how hard it is to be a young person nowadays. Because mm-hmm. like growing up for us, like we didn't have the, we weren't a hundred percent monitored all the time. Like we didn't have these devices in our hands. We didn't have phones back then. We did have phones. But they, we didn't have smartphones. Yeah, and then even then, hardly nobody had a phone, right? Mm-hmm. So you had to be doing pretty good in life. Yeah, back then, you know, especially if it was in the eighties, only rich people had phones in the eighties. Only yeah. rich people had CD players in the eighties. Yeah, they were fucking a CD player back in the in the eighties. It cost you damn near a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man, it was mm-hmm. it was crazy times. But um, it's I don't know, man. You, I lost my point. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we, we weren't monitored like that We weren't like People didn't put us on fucking TikTok And mm. all this shit So we didn't have those problems But you know, we did have social pressures And I got teased for being a virgin in high school yeah. now, I didn't really get like teased But motherfuckers would be like Man, McGee, you still ain't got no pussy yet, bro And I'd be like Nah, I, I haven't They'd be like, Oh, this fool is gay Like I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, gay people have sex too yeah, but no. Just the point that this is the time where we're, we're mm-hmm. like we're talking about
1: two thousand and one. No, I'm just saying how that that point is flawed because if you gay and you and you're in high school, like you can still have sex. But
0: what I'm saying is we're talking about like the the brain capacity of a teenager and the dumb shit they say. Yeah, as dumb. You'd be like, you ain't got no pussy yet, man. Mm-hmm. Are You gay or something? And I'd be like, no, man, I just, I'm
1: a virgin. I'm yeah.
0: Right, (laughs) you literally had like vagina.
1: Just haven't got nothing. You had
0: social pressures in high school to get pussy.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And
0: it's crazy how people would be like, "Dang, (laughs) you ain't got nothing yet, man. You ain't got nothing yet." I know girls. I know. I know people that was fucking freshman year. Yeah, a lot of people was fucking freshman year. Yeah, and a lot of people ended up pregnant, getting it in early junior high too. Oh yeah, one of my homeboys. Shout out to Vincent. I want to put him out there, but yeah, he's he's the homie, so he won't have a problem if he hears it, but. This guy had a kid before our freshman year. Oh, wow. In high school. So he was like might have been almost fourteen when he had a kid.
1: That's crazy.
0: His son is like it's crazy because his son is a grown ass man.
1: They like they They look like brothers' brothers homies.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, bro. I was just like, damn. Some people, a lot of people like if I had a daughter, especially now, with the way that women are over sexualized on the internet. These boys will be trying their hardest to get pussy. I would tell my daughter, like, hey, I can't stop you from doing what you want to do. But if you do that, make sure you protect yourself.
1: Yeah. I I, I think I'm curious to know because we we always think about um, our decisions are based off of, you know, our history and stuff like that. Or, like, the family dynamics and stuff like that. So although you can't prevent your your daughter from from doing any of those things. But I think that... um, there's generally, like, a void someone is looking for. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, even with women we've probably dealt with um, and maybe been, like, a casual thing, there's probably some discrepancy they have with their dad or their parents or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I just think, like, from my understanding, and this is me not having no kids, I I think the the best way to to deal with those situations and handle those situations is, like, a a presence and, um, like, a real... Uh, relationship with your with your kids because yeah. I think you know oftentimes you hear like oh you know like we hear the tiana Trump situation oh my god it it's terrible. like you know she she the way she was raised and like the attention she didn't get from her dad and all this kind of she stuff she had like, sex
0: with like over 30 people before she got out of junior high that's wild that's probably fucking, some older men too probably, yeah it's a lot there's a lot of there are a lot of men that will have sex with younger
1: women and it's very disturbing if I went to junior high with Tiana Trump, I probably wouldn't have lost my virginity when I was 17. What do you What do you mean? Oh, because y'all would have...
0: Oh, okay. There have been niggas in there, like, yeah. <laughs> tag teaming that.
1: <laughs>
0: De- dealing with her back in the day might have been like, WWF tag team. Like, come on, brother. <laughs> uh, come crazy. on, brother. <laughs> That's crazy. You know how Hulk, Hulk, Hulkamania? yeah. I seen this video pop up Of of Macho Man Randy Savage And Mm -hmm. and he was doing like this interview Like you don't know what we're gonna do to you When we get our hands on you (laughs) (laughs) That was just so It was so back in the day Especially in the 90s that was Uh, so cool Yeah but like now, I just laugh at it. it. Sound cheesy. There's some yeah. shit. There's some shit that I loved back in the day that I just laugh at. Mm-hmm. Like that movie New Jack City. Back when it came out, it was like the hardest movie. But yeah. I watch it now and I just be low key It didn't laughing. age well. It didn't age well, man. Yeah. It didn't age
1: well. Yeah, I well. think I think a lot of that be like lingo. Yeah. With a certain lingo like you know certain slang that people be using. Yeah, sometimes I'll just be watching like, oh, my God, just connect
0: the Wi-Fi, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know what would be fucked up? Like, what if in the next, like, 200 years they come out with an old movie, like, about, like, you know, about 2021, mm-hmm. and they don't, like, time it right?
1: Yeah. And, and we know very well what was going on.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a movie about the 90s, and they'll be like, just connect the Wi-Fi, bro. Be like, dude, it's 95. There's yeah. no fucking Wi-Fi here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This guy's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's but, yeah, uh, make sure your kids develop. Be transparent with your kids and make sure they develop thicker skin. Because when they go out about around a bunch of teenagers, it's cutthroat city, man. I think
1: one thing that we got to teach our kids, too, and obviously I'm speaking from a perspective where I don't have kids. Yeah, but is, you,
0: you were once a kid, so you still have Yeah, yeah,
1: but that's true. Um, we have to um, prepare them for narratives, I think. Right. Really? Um, so... Stuff like that, like when, when, you know, kids are getting teased for being a virgin or, or whatever. Um, like, if you implant it in your, your kid's mind, um, like, not necessarily that situation, but just using this as an example. it's mm-hmm. letting your kid know, like, hey, it's okay to be a virgin in, in high school. It's okay to be 18 years old and be a virgin. There, there's nothing wrong with that. When you find a person that you want to do that with, you know, just make sure you protect yourself, blah, blah, blah. So when they are... Approached by people trying to make fun of them, they'd be like, "Like, why are you making fun of me for that? Like, it's not yeah. that big of a deal." And they'll have yeah. a they'll ha- they can articulate themselves in a way where they're not going to get frustrated, but they understand that the person speaking to them is more ignorant than you know than the the situation. Right.
0: I think I think too, <clears throat> the classic overprotective dad of his daughter <laughs> and all of that—that that shit don't work, bro. Mm-hmm. That don't work. It doesn't, like, a lot of men think, like, you know, I'm very overprotective protected with my daughter because I want to protect my angel, and, you know, I'm going to make sure my daughter stays a virgin and all of this, and it's like, dog, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. The best the best policy is to be honest, because I hate to say this, but I knew, I, it was a teacher that was, he was obviously a teacher at BHS, I'm not going to say his name, but he had a daughter that attended the school, and she was like, his angel's like, yeah, my daughter, you know, I make sure she's, you know, this and that. Like, he was really proud of her, mm-hmm. but she was getting the shit fucked out of her. Mm. Like, I was being like, she was getting fucked by a lot of my teammates. Yeah. And I don't think he knew about it, right? But the thing about it is, is like, you if you have that approach, sometimes your kids will rebel. Yeah. They're going to do... Like, it's it's people that that say shit like, I know my kids in and out, and I know... No, you don't, because your kid was smoking weed before they came home, and you don't even know it. Most of the things that... It's like parents forget that they were kids. Mm-hmm. You knew what you were hiding from your fucking parents. Mm-hmm. You knew what you were doing. You knew you were going to the park smoking weed, and yeah. you knew that you were fucking in. You were fucking freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like you knew all these things were going on, so you shouldn't really expect too much different from your kid. The best thing you could do is just be honest. So keep when, it real. You got to keep it real with them and let them know, like, hey, look, I know you're gonna do some shit behind my back. Just mm-hmm. don't be stupid. Don't mm-hmm. get pregnant. Don't get like especially that'd be my number one policy in my house. Don't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Do not get pregnant. I need you to have a you need to have kids with a dude that deserves it. Yeah. Right? Same thing if I had a son. Don't you dare get no girl pregnant because then you're gonna have to get a job and eventually, you know, you have to you have to take care. I'm not trying to take care of your kid. You need to take care of your kid yourself.
1: Yeah, but I think like you were saying, like it, it it is in the words, and you have to articulate these right. things. Right, but also in the example. You know what I mean? You got to be that
0: example. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you if you a dad, and you you know you not you don't necessarily have to be with the mom or whatever. But if you mm-hmm. if you a dad, you 40 years old or 30s, whatever, 45, and you still out here going to the clubs yeah, and you, stuff like that. He's not or, listening
0: to what you got to say. Or the
1: Tiana, you know the Tiana Trump situation where yeah. she was saying she's seen her dad bringing multiple women back to the crib and stuff like that. So. Um, like you gotta, you gotta say it. You gotta be the example. It has to be, a, it has to be a whole three sixty, um, attack on you know bringing your child up in a in in a way that they need
0: to be raised. Yeah, I was thinking right now, like back when I was in school, um, that was still in the days of dial up internet, man. Yeah, and it's like yo, like people was really like we was really watching porn on that. Mm hmm. It's like. <laughs> That's funny. It was taking five minutes to load up a, a Playboy.com.
1: Yeah, niggas was busting on the the slightest glimpse of the
0: nipple I'm like, like ts, <laughs> ts, t-ts, t-ts, nipple comedy, like, oh my god. <laughs> oh man, the page the page used to load like this. You go back up. <laughs> page loading slow as a motherfucker. Uh, oh crazy. man it's, it's crazy how like Only at the age of 36 I could see like I've lived long enough To watch the development Of the internet And how mm-hmm. it went from You know It went from being The Apple computer To like Like I've seen All the versions mm-hmm. Like the very first one Was obviously Some super old shit Before I was born But like The What was it the Was it the IBM I'm not sure I think it was Apple Mm-hmm. But I know my grandparents had one that was in the back. So mm-hmm. you had that. And then in the early 90s, late 80s, we used to have these computer programs. We had computer rooms. Mm-hmm. Were you old enough to go have computer rooms or no?
1: Um, I don't know if it's like what you had. But in elementary school, they had the, the uh, I don't know what the, the name of it. They were Macintosh computers. though.
0: So. Yeah, I think we had the same <clears throat> Macintosh. Damn, they should have not had that when you was in school.
1: Yeah, I was Probably like, like fourth grade, they had the whole computer lab with the with the Mac computer. Yeah, we, we had computer lab. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they even have computer lab anymore.
1: I don't. I don't think so. Cause it's not. It's like they used to teach us stuff. Like we used right. to go in there. Did you have? Type. Did you? Uh, did you have that uh, that typing program? At BHS? No. It, was, it it probably would have been earlier than BHS. It was like it. It was a lady's name. Me and my girl was talking about it a while back, but it's like it was a computer program mm. and it would have like, um, it would teach you how to type properly and it would have like this, the hands like- Oh stri- shit, it
0: would be like the hands would be up on the screen, yeah teach you
1: how to do it. But it's a person's name, I can't think of the name, it's like, I, I think it's like a black lady's name, but yeah, that Shaniqua? was
0: like- Shaniqua? <laughs> Shaniqua type. My name is Shaniqua, I'm going to teach you how to type today. type Isha. Type- <laughs> Type- <laughs> That's the name of the podcast Type. <laughs> oh man That was funny That's crazy the, the, the computer lab Like back when I was real Like when I was young um, Our computer lab was different Because we had old ass programs mm-hmm. We had a game called Oregon Trail I remember that Yeah, yep. yeah Oregon Trail Like you, <laughs> you would die of dysentery Yeah and you'd be like, "What the fuck is dysentery? You a little kid? You don't know yeah, what the fuck that? You don't know what that is." Well, Oregon Trail was another one they had. Uh, this is a tangent, but uh-huh. you know the um,
1: he's like the it's like the Ma- McAfee or Macbeth or something. It's like a computer uh, um antivirus software that you McAfee think is. I think is it, it is. McAfee. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but the guy um, I think he. I think he committed suicide, or did you hear? There's a story going around. Um, really? He, he basically, I guess he had, like, some government information, and he had got locked up for, like, fraud or some money laundering or something know. like that. Yeah, it's a whole story. I, I wish I knew the story better. And he was the one that had the antivirus? Yeah, he has, like, a huge antivirus uh, company. I'm sure everyone's seen it, like, you know, just advertisements or, like, in Walmart or something, the little seedy wow. things. But, yeah. But yeah, he uh, he got in trouble. And then I think he I think he died in prison or something. So like he had that.
0: an antivirus. Did he ever go pro-virus? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, the molecular structure. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I just imagine when I imagine nerds typing, they'd just be like, oh, we got to go get out of here. You get yeah. It. <laughs> that's
1: fine. I think that's, you know, we, I'm switching the subject a little bit. But that's that's another thing that parents should let their kids know, like, hey, it's okay if you are the only one that likes anime in your class. Right. If, you, if you love computers or whatever the case may be, like, you know, hold on to that. Don't be try don't get cooled out of like the stuff
0: that you're right. doing. Yeah. That's true. But this what we this is what we We all know the group of nerds. Like the group of nerds are like almost 10 years ahead of all the other kids. Yeah. Like the conversations they have are not like trivial small like they're talking about like probably the right. nerds right now the nerds right now are talking about nft
1: oh the, yeah the the, the, the you cryptocurrency. know cryptocurrency yeah.
0: you know the uh the the metaverse mm-hmm. you know is like yeah right now the metaverse right now if we could get it together we could get some real estate <laughs> and we yeah, can get some coding man. going on because yeah. you, you think about it like nerds have the foresight to create these things why that's why nerds love comics so much because yeah. it's a world like a fictional world that exists but a lot of times the fiction that we create can become something powerful for all of us to benefit from
1: They probably see potential versus like you know just something cool yeah you know I, I, I imagine I don't know what happened right there um, with my little. Trying to speak, but uh, stop using your hands so much. Kid. <laughs> I think that I could imagine some of those nerds looking at comic books not only as something that is just cool, but like, yo, maybe we can actually fly someday. Hey, yeah. I want to learn how to program, I want to learn how to be an engineer, whatever, so I can create a flying suit like Iron Man or something yes. like
0: that. Yes. Yeah. We, we have one now, literally. Mm-hmm. It's a jetpack. Yeah. You, there's a guy that's on a jetpack. I've seen that. It's crazy. And, flying and, by. And back when I was in school, this was all like a myth. Like, we we would see, like, somebody on a fake jetpack and be like, dang. There was, there was a movie called The Rocketeer. Uh-huh. You remember it? Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, dang, that'd be dope if you could get a rocket and just use it as a suit. Yeah. And motherfuckers are really doing it. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, I, there was a movie called Escape from L.A. with, um, it's, it's Escape from L.A. Oh, my God. What's his name? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I Forgot his name, but he has a patch on his eye.
1: Mm. It's not
0: Patrick Swayze. Patrick, on, pa, a patch on his eye. Calling Patrick Swayze. <laughs> uh, it ain't Patrick Swayze. It's mm. it's somebody else. I forgot his fucking name. God damn it. Well, anyways, it's a movie that's based in like two. It's like it's like supposedly some chaos happens and mm. some some low key cataclysmic event happens mm. and people are escaping Los Angeles. Yeah. And it, they said it's, like, based in the year, like, 2003 or some shit like that, or uh-huh. 2010. And it's, like, dog, this is so hilarious how off it is. Yeah. Like, this is, this is like, dated so bad. It's so funny when yeah. you see this shit, man. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Thank you. Kurt Russell. Oh, Pam Grier is in there. Yeah, that was a while ago. They came yeah. out. It would be dope if they came out with another one of those movies now, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be like, I guess the the plot or the theme could be like COVID struck so bad that we had to segregate people in in California and, you know, yeah. we, we put up a wall. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally put up a wall in this movie. Mm. This movie is way ahead of its time. Yeah. Because this wall came way before the one in Mexico.
1: <laughs>
0: they, they put up a wall to stop people yeah. from leaving Los Angeles. That's interesting. It was... Uh, you said it was based in two thousand three. I think it was like based in something. They'll say it in there. I think it was like based yeah. in two thousand or four, three, or some shit. But like
1: that's, I mean, the movie came out in ninety six. So it's interesting. That's the second it. one. Oh, this it was well, says right here in ninety six. It's two of them. It says Escape from L A. It doesn't have a part two on there. It doesn't. Mm-mm. No way. It's like a nineteen ninety six. Uh, action sci fi. Scroll down a little bit. There's only one of those movies. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's just one, but I'm saying that one. Yeah, the that, date is
0: '96. Oh wow, there should be more than one. I I could be wrong, but I just remember, especially for '96, and it, and it was it's I don't know. It's based in 2000 something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just hilarious to see how that is like horribly dated. Yeah, like it, that's
1: not how the world looked in 2003. Mm-mm. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's uh, that's crazy, man. I think it's, I, I was t- talking to Eddie about this on the phone, like I went to Universal Studios mm. and uh, I was I was walking around and we did the tour of uh, like the movie sets and like they had all the rides, mm-hmm. Harry Potter World and The Simpsons and uh, just, they had the water world there they had that the water world, they do like mm-hmm. a, a play almost where people it's, pyr- it's pyrotechnics, people falling off of like ledges, 40 feet down diving in the water and stuff and I'm like yo, it's so amazing like what people can do from just being creative. Like yeah. how they can build out these entire worlds um, just with an idea. It was probably somebody, you know, driving around LA like, yo, what if in the future the world, you know, the glaciers flooded the world and, you know, everybody was had to adapt to living underwater and all, all these kind of things or living on top of water and stuff like that. Like, and that turned into a whole movie and, and then the show at the uh, Universal Studio. So it's just so crazy to me, like, what, 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 we can do as people with just an idea.
0: 100%. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. if your kids happen to be pretty nerdy, just leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. Because nerds run the world. Look at the most powerful men in the world. Jeff Bezos, uh, fucking uh, uh, Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before he died, he would have been one of the biggest motherfuckers too, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yeah. You know, um, who are some other nerdy motherfuckers with a lot of money? Damn. Damn. Uh, what's it? Buffett is another one. Warren Buffett, yeah. Warren Buffett. I mean, we, <laughs> we drew, whole huh? We drew like a thirty second blank right there. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, I just had like a, I just have like a, a slideshow of a bunch of nerdy rich motherfuckers just going through my head. Like, oh no, not Dexter. Not. Uh. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but de- definitely like, like you said, just encourage your kids. to I think that just overall, just encourage them to be who they are because. Like those same guys, I'm sure uh, Bill Gates and all these guys probably got made fun of in some capacity when they were kids for just yeah. being a nerdy guy or being infatuated with computers or whatever. But, you know, 30 years later, 20 some years later, they ran in the world they you Yeah. Know, and they're and they're making our life much easier, you know, versus some nigga that's just cool. He's like a quarterback on the football team or whatever. yeah, like and his, his career kind of plateaus
0: after high school yeah we subscribe to the nerdy shit like all these video game cre- like we love madden or 2k like <clears throat> the people behind like creating those games are are kind of nerdy
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
0: that shit takes a lot of work and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of work but yeah I, if you got anything from this conversation uh school lunches are amazing And uh, yeah, yeah, that's the theme. That is that that that's that's what you you should take from this conversation. I think we forgot to leave out those goddamn little bowls of spaghetti that was bombed too. Yeah, I used to mess with this. Oh my god! You know
1: what they should? You know what would be a pretty interesting idea? And I think like somebody who's a real fan, maybe like if they if they have the time and they are probably a nerdy kind of guy like uh, myself. Like and they listen to probably every episode that we ever did. They could probably make a list of all the ideas that we had and like you know just shoot it to somebody that are, is willing to put in the time. Right. But what if they made a restaurant like that that was like called school lunches? Fuck. Before, like before adults, like you could go in there and get the mashed potatoes, with the turkey or the chicken or whatever. I think that would be fire.
0: And they should and they they should every you you have to make this authentic. So every single one of those restaurants should have an elderly black woman with a hairnet. <laughs> every single one of them needs to have that older black woman. Here yeah. you go, baby. Here you go. Yeah, she's got to be in every single restaurant, mm-hmm. or it's not authentic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think that would be dope. Because, yeah, be like, dope. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are thinking like that. It's like, man, I used to love it. The lunch, uh, the spaghetti
0: at lunchtime. Hell yeah. Whatever, yeah. You know what you're selling? Because, look, you're not selling the best food when you do that. But you know what you're selling to people? You're selling nostalgia. Yeah. Because they remember, I remember I used to go into the lunchroom with my skateboard and my friends. Yeah. And we would have those square pizzas that was hot with the the orange grease on top. And, you know, uh, oh, remember those shells? They weren't taco shells, but they were like oval and they had meat in them. It was like a little taco cup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That shit was
1: good. Yeah. You know what you know what else we forgot? The pizza like the the cheese sticks like that you could dip in the marinara sauce. Uh it had like uh it had the uh, mozzarella cheese in the middle. I didn't have that when I was, Oh, you didn't have that? Nah, you oh, that, that
0: came yeah. later, man.
1: Nah, that was fire. That it came. would be it would you would get like I think you would get a pack of like two or three of them in there mm-hmm. and then they cook them the same way in a package like the pizzas. Um, but they just, the dipping sticks, they would get you the uh, marinara sauce. What was, was good about
0: those pizzas that came in the plastic is like, not only did you get the taste of the pizza, but a little bit of the plastic would marinate <laughs> to the slice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that you, plastic just set it off. Huh? Yeah, so you'd be getting a little bit high from yeah. you know from the plastic. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, and what was hilarious about it is the bag of pizza <clears throat> or the little package would be so hot that you would have to open like. Yeah, open it like that. You have yeah, peel the plastic back. And yeah, and now you like, <laughs> cause you know when you're a kid and you're hungry, you can't wait. You, yeah, you will bite a pizza that's 400 degrees. Yeah. and just be like, <laughs> and then the, and then by the time you're done, the roof of your mouth is all burnt the you fuck burn up. It.
1: Yeah, it don't even taste good no more. You no. can't even taste the food.
0: Yeah, but you ate it, and then the worst the worst part is like, you you eating it all fast, and then accidentally. The cheese gets stuck to the roof of your mouth, and now you are now you burning and shit, Mm -hmm. mouth all raw and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I (coughs) I remember our school. They used to have like these uh, these lights, like a traffic light, okay, in the in the cafeteria, and then it it monitored noise. So like we had such an issue, like it would cafeteria just be so loud, like just this outrageously loud. Um, and they had to do some type of noise control or try to, you know, make sure, really? like, the kids is not just out acting crazy, right? So um, they had, a like, a light. And basically, like, if it was green, the sound the volume was cool. But if it was yellow, it was kind of getting, like, it was getting a little bit too loud. And if it was red, then they just kind of shut the hole down. Shut the Where whole was this
0: at? At McKinley. That's not cool. Yeah. Let kids be kids. I hate when parents <clears throat> fucking or adults ruin shit. Mm-hmm. If kids want to be loud, they're fucking <clears throat> kids. Just leave it alone.
1: Nah, it'd be out it'd be out of control. Really? It's it's easy to say that if you ain't working in there. Oh. But when you're working in there it's kids yelling, cussing, it just like it's it's kinda like a, a they're creating a, a they're normalizing bad behavior gotcha. in you sense. Yeah. So gotcha. you got it. You got to have some sort of type of control. Obviously, you, the kids shouldn't be in there silent like right it's like a boarding school. But true, like you know, you got to monitor it somehow.
0: Damn, damn, that y'all yeah. was bad. We didn't ha- y'all had stoplights in that motherfucker. We That's why that. I don't
1: talk at lunch now. Like I went on a date with my girl and I was just sitting there like
0: she's like Keith, you never express yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm conditioned, man. It's programmed. Yeah, I'm going to tell your girl to just get a little flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> green means it's safe. <laughs> that's funny. It's okay to Keith, for Keith to express <laughs> himself when the light is green. <laughs> All right. Funny. Switching gears. Um, that's recently. 50. That's 50 minutes of straight school. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. 50? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a record. Jesus. All right. Switching gears. Um, nurses, uh, have recently been given a mandate to get the vaccine. Yeah. And man, uh, I feel a certain way about this, but we'll get into that right now. All right, here it is. Oh, holy shit. What the fuck? See, I hate when you save it here on Chrome and then they play you with the nonsense. Oh my goodness. Come on. All right. Here we go. There we go. All right. As vaccine mandates spread, protests follow. Some spurred <laughs> by nurses. A few hundred protesters lined the sidewalk Monday outside Randy Childs Hospital in San Diego to rally against uh, Californians impeding vaccination mandates for healthcare workers and to disappoint of many medical professionals. Uh, some of the protests were nurses wearing hospital scrubs. It was the kind of protest that was common earlier in the pandemic, but lost steam. This year as restrictions eased, but a resurgent coronavirus and sluggish vaccine uptake uh, have led to a push for vaccination mandates and masking rules. The are new protests, uh, vaccinate vaccination mandates have given new focus to some covid deniers and anti- anti-vaccination activists helping to align desperate liberty groups. Around a single cause, as lockdowns did earlier in the pandemic, among them nurses who have been vocal opponents of various pandemic uh, mitigation efforts. Some of whom have been adept at gathering social media attention, mainly on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. It's a dynamic that experts warn can have an outsized impact on vaccination discourse, particularly as the nurses' the nurses' messages can go far beyond the protest or their limited social media audis- audiences and carry a veneer of medical industry credibility. All right. Whoever wrote that is Um, (laughs) (laughs) pro-vaccination. Here's the thing. I am not anti-vaccination. I am not pro-vaccination. But I am pro-choice with this. I'm just going to keep it real. The problem, like the reason why, one of the reasons why I don't have much of a political affiliation nowadays is because of the hypocrisy on the left and the right. For example, I'm hearing a lot of people on the right Telling you know, um, people that it's my body, my choice. Yeah, right. My body, my choice. That's what people, a lot of right leaning people are saying. I agree with that stance. However, when you say my body, my choice, when a woman does not want to keep a child, you call her a baby killer, mm-hmm. right? Murderer, <laughs> murderer, getting the babies. You should have swallowed it. You should have swallowed that cum, you liar. You, den- you baby denier. that's what people on the right be doing right but but they're saying my body my choice but the party that is pro my body my choice the liberals are trying to tell people that they need to take the vaccine Mm -hmm. and it should be mandatory so what is it Mm -hmm. is it my body my choice or or is it not Mm -hmm. so I, i i'm leaning on i'm leaning on the idea of this is not drastically different from you know the other situation, like I don't, I shouldn't have to be mandated to put a vaccine in my arm. That's also not even regulated by the FDA. It's not even, not even FDA approved. Yeah. So it's like you you putting a, a like you putting a sample. Like you know, okay, you know how back in the day you go to the the mall and they had like the little cologne kiosk and yeah. they give you a bunch of little samples, and now you smell like nine different colognes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that's a poor analogy, but I'm not, like, I, people got Moderna and mm-hmm. Pfizer. Like, obviously, if you have branded vaccinations, shouldn't that tell you something? Yeah. They're branded vaccinations. It's a that's, business. It's a business. It's like yeah. it's like Nike and Reebok, mm-hmm. except the vaccine's going in you. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. Two things are true. You do not have to have the vaccination in you but it is also true. This is the point for vaccination. I'm about to make mm-hmm. half the shit we eat. We eat, don't know. We don't even know what's in it. We just mm-hmm. like it. Ooh, I love sloppy joes. We just talked about lunch. Yeah, I mean, school lunch where.
1: Yeah, we don't know what's in that food. We
0: love that school pizza, but it yeah. was the the plastic was marinating in the pizza.
1: Yeah some plastic flavor. We
0: didn't know what was in that orange grease, you know what I'm saying? Salt and plastic. <laughs> you like <"Mm-mm>, chemicals. <laughs> mm, <Mm-mm, laughs> sodium phosphate. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I I feel so many ways about this. I feel like in a way you can get the vaccination because like honestly, we don't even know what's in the shit that we eat. Yet we eat it. Right? Yeah. And it's like, we don't know what's in this vaccination, but it, it's the same out. The same outlook is, oh no, the same thing is that you're putting something in your body that you don't know about. Yeah. But if you want to actually deny it and say, I don't want to do that anymore, you have the right to do that. Yeah, If you're eating a bunch of food that you don't know what's in it and you say, you know what? I want to stick to eating clean. I want to put chicken breast, brown rice. I want to put real carbs. I don't want to put any GMOs. I don't want to put nothing in my body. You have that choice. The same way you don't have the right that you have the right to not take the vaccination. Mm -hmm. So I see it from both angles. Yeah, But I also see the hypocrisy. But I will say this. They did an interview with a nurse and he said, like, it's crazy how a year ago, we were labeled heroes. Like, we didn't even have proper PPE to take care of COVID patients, and we did that the whole time, mm-hmm. right? And now we're basically being made villains if we don't get this fucking vaccine. Yeah. And he's right. Mm-hmm. That's not right, man. It's not cool. And it is basically a saying you either take it or you don't. By the way, they tried to say that Trump, and I'm not a fan of Trump, but they tried to say Trump was trying to lead like a dictatorship and this and that. What do you think this is? You're trying to to mandate motherfuckers to get a vaccine that they don't want to take. Yeah. That's not okay. That is not... I don't give a fuck how liberal you are. You have to see the hypocrisy in what's going on with this situation.
1: I think, to me, the annoying thing is the whole narrative around it. Like, they got basketball players making commercials. Yeah, You know, celebrities. Like, do your part. (coughs) Get the vaccine and, and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, this is... Like, why is this... And that's the annoying thing about it too, is like, um, COVID is not political.
0: No, nah, it's is, not,
1: you know, a, a <coughs> virus that's roaming around, you know, and, and hurting people, I guess. But it's yeah. not there's no political take on it. That's that's the annoying thing on both sides where it's like these liberals are like Oh my gosh, like we gotta wear masks. We gotta get the uh we gotta get the vaccine. Save say, a life. Yeah, save the person next <clears> to you. <throat> like I haven't seen my family in ten in ten months, and you know, not until I got the vaccine did I feel comfortable doing it. And, and you got the other people that's like, you know, uh looking at all these conspiracy theories and right. you know, the government is trying to control us and all this kind of stuff. And then they're they're annoying as well. Yeah. For me, I lie somewhere in the middle. It's just like it's it's whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I I want to be um, controlled by the government, but I'm going to make my own decision. You know, if I if I get it or not. And, and my stance is, is has pretty much always been, I don't necessarily see the point in getting it. Um, there are people that have the uh, the vaccine that ended up getting sick and and stuff like that. that right. They have never even caught COVID. Right, but and they then, took
0: that fucking vaccine. Yeah, and
1: then they got sick because they got the vaccine. And then there's also people that. Uh, that got the virus and then still got, I mean, got the vaccine and then still got hmm. COVID. After and they still that. got
0: chlamydia. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't That's that be fucked somebody up? out there that got an STD and then COVID at the same time? Man, what Passed if they? Worse.
0: What if what if they got the COVID vaccination and it made the STD worse? Dang. They'd be like, I had chlamydia now I got herpes. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy.
0: COVID sixty <laughs> nine.
1: That's funny.
0: Dang, man.
1: But yeah, so that's the thing. Like for me, I'm like, people are still getting sick with it. They're still, you know, if you have it, you can technically still pass it on to people. So, yep. But then they'll say like, oh, um, if you have it, it it doesn't necessarily cure you or uh, prevent you from getting it. It just kind of lessens the symptoms. Well, it's like, how would you even know what my symptoms would be? Because there were people out here that got COVID and they didn't have no symptoms that's at true. all. So it's like, you're just, you're just kind of like... Uh, creating these hypothetical situations with this virus. And I'm yeah. like, you know, people are really like feeling things about it. And then, you know, we just watched a video and the guy was like, yo, don't get the virus. Uh, the don't, get the, <laughs> don't get the vaccine because, first of all, I had COVID. Um, and then I caught COVID again after I got the, the vaccine. And then I'm also feeling ailments that I didn't feel before getting the vaccine. So
0: you got to be careful, though, too. Sometimes they can use like reverse psychology on people. But like, please. Don't take this vaccine. My penis grew five inches since I got the vaccination. And it's just been the worst times of my life. My penis is too big to have sex with my wife and just I want everybody to be safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and don't whole- get the don't get the vaccine. I had to quit my job. I was working at McDonald's, but uh, I was forced to do porn. Now I'm the hugest porn star in America. That's <laughs> 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 an upgrade. A slang that dick. <laughs> oh man!
0: He's like, I only—I used to have two legs. Now I have three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on with the, the left? Like, the left is using fear tactics. Yeah, and the right turned into fucking Alex Jones. So it's really fucked up. It's really, it's really strange because the people who are left leaning are like, like you need to get it because you could save a life and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Okay, look, I'm not gonna argue with you, but truth be told, you don't know what the fuck's going on with this thing. Yeah. It's branded. We and
1: don't know. You
0: no. may think you're doing the right thing. Hold up. You may think you're doing the right thing until 12 years later you're watching daytime television. Did you get the COVID vaccine in 2021? Yes. You may be eligible for legal compensation. Yes. How many of those commercials have you seen? Mm-hmm. And the companies are Pfizer. Companies like that were a part Johnson of it John. Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. The same companies that are putting this fucking vaccine out, you're going to be watching uh, daytime television Like you're gonna be watching uh, What Like syndicated uh, uh, uh Episodes of Ellen Yeah You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you watch If they cancel her I don't know If, yeah, if they cancel her you, you know You watching Ellen yeah. All of a sudden You like yo Like I got like I got some weird Shit going on within me mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna get paid But now they gotta Chop my legs off What the fuck telling you, man. It, it, that's hypothetical, by the way. That was a- yeah, we,
1: we don't... It, that's the thing. We just don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And uh, that's, that's the, the kind of... The thing that kind of keeps me away from it. And they're also forcing teachers. Like, uh, my girl, she's... <coughs> uh, they're saying, basically, that she either has to... Take a test every week, or she has to get the get the vaccine.
0: That's just fucked up. Yeah. I seen this somebody. It was I guess it was somebody like making fun of an anti vaccination person. You remember you remember that show Malcolm in the Middle? Mm-hmm. It was this lady was like, "It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Mm-hmm. It's just not fair." And then at the last part, it said, "Life is not fair." Yeah, that's funny. That shit was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't right, man. It, it ain't right to like. It, it's basically it's. You're forcing someone indirectly because you are making them go through the hoops every week to not do it. Yeah, basically.
1: It's like if you don't want to get this freaking cotton swab up your nose every week. Um, but what, well
0: what it is also is it's a couple of things. It's one for profit. But two, another thing is it's for liability purposes mm-hmm. because they don't want teachers uh they don't want a student being coming to school or they don't want a student dying or coming to school and they find out one of their teachers had COVID, spread it to a student and the student died. So they're just trying to protect their fucking ass. The yeah. same way a lot of these hospitals, these hospitals are just trying to protect their fucking ass. At the end of the day, they don't they don't care about the convenience of the people. Mm-hmm. They don't care that you don't want to have a, a vaccine that you don't know about that's not even regulated by FDA in your body they don't care about that they just want to protect them like they want to protect themselves and these pfizer and johnson and johnson and moderna they just trying they're getting paid yeah they get in the bag i guess
1: kind of to play devil's advocate here um we, we talked about it before like when you when you don't own the the space in which there you you're go working, you don't really make the rules. Talk heavy, Keith. So, um, you know, in those cases, it's like, it's cool to protest and and do all this kind of stuff, but... Baby killer! (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's fun. Like they used to have these protests outside of, like, Walmart and Albertsons. Like, hey, yeah. don't shop here. They're not paying. Like, we want a better wage and all this kind of stuff. And we will walk right past them and acknowledge them and walk right out and still get our, all of our groceries.
0: Don't go in the store. <laughs> I
1: need milk, motherfucker. Get out of yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to figure out something else to do. But the, uh, the same thing here is, like, with the nurses and, and the teachers and stuff like that, you got to realize, like, Although, um, you know, you, you should have the choice to do whatever you want to in these situations, but you do work for somebody and you got to follow some sort of rule.
0: That is a great point. Yes, yeah, that is a great point. And it's a fact. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. Unfortunately, yeah. it is a fact. Yeah. Unless you move in a space and you could have went through all these years of schooling to get, you know, to get your degree to be a nurse mm-hmm. or whatever. But if you don't own the space, you don't conduct like you can't control the space. Yeah. You can only exist in it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to exist in the space of being a nurse, you eventually got to get this shit. Yeah. That's crazy. That's cool. That is that's probably one of that's probably one of the best points. That the thing about it too is that
1: these are these are uh fields that are very competitive like teachers and yeah. and, uh, and nurses and stuff like that. It's a nurse program every single year.
0: Ooh, every year it's a nurse program. So we got no
1: problem bouncing you out. Yeah, I don't think they worry. Obviously there's Probably levels is probably a really good nurse And a bad nurse But like yeah. They're going I like them bad nurses Bad nurses are Solid yep. yeah Not bad
0: like taking care of me yeah. I, Like bad Like when they clock out <laughs> <laughs> Take care of you when, when they clock out Yep Yeah Yeah. When they get off that 14 hour shift Check your vitals Yep I give them another 5 minute shift
1: <laughs> <laughs> 5 minutes That's a lunch break <laughs> That's a smoke break Yeah
0: <laughs> Like them 5 minutes huh? <laughs> Uh, funny. Nah, but yeah, man. Um, I'm with it. I, I think that people are skeptical for certain other reasons. Like you think about when they say things like uh, uh, breast cancer awareness, stop cancer, fight cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have a father who has terminal cancer who's gonna die in the next couple of years, and it's it's a fucked up pill to swallow. But you realize how much they're not trying to stop cancer, yeah. They're not trying to stop cancer. This is why a lot of people are skeptical about this fucking vaccine. Because if you think about it, if you really were trying to stop cancer, right, why are cigarettes still legal? Why are the Why are the ingredients they put in our food cancer-causing ingredients, yet they don't take them out? Mm-hmm. Like, why are all these things that cause cancer happening around us? Why? Maybe because cancer is a business. Yeah. And I don't want to sound conspiratorial, but... There is a mono, like a monetary gain from cancer. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's not fucking play around here. Okay, mm-hmm. we know this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know it's it's that's the thing. Like you were saying, as far as like branding it, Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, all these different things. Like we know that there's uh, some sort of uh, monetary. Thing to be gained from this whether it's your know, insurance paying the the vaccine companies to to provide them with the vaccines or whatever and then also like you know they trying to get Gavin Newsom out of here but we also don't know the type of lobbying and stuff that's going on behind the scenes where you yes a uh, company like Pfizer Johnson and Johnson could be trying almost forcing Gavin Newsom's hand like yo if you want to get reelected if you want to get these this this money to run your campaign and all this type of stuff you better get these people out here. Uh, you know taking these vaccines so in turn he's probably giving mandates to schools giving mandates to to uh, hospitals and stuff like that but you just gotta I think uh, we were talking about it on the phone as far as like <clears throat> recognizing um, or being aware of things right like uh, me and my brother were talking about we we're talking about like upselling how like yeah, yeah. Out stores like they'll they'll put the candy. For
0: 350.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Deals they'll put the candy right by the uh, the checkout. So if you got your thing full of groceries or whatever stuff you actually need, and you're like, dang, I need a quick snack on the way out or whatever, they'll you could throw your M Ms in there, and that's just a way for them to gain like nickel and dime their customers and stuff like that. Or if you're in a fast food line, they'll be like, hey, would you like to try blah blah blah? And then you'd be like, no, I'm fine. Let me get a uh, number five uh, uh, a medium and then be like okay number five medium would you also like to try our new cheesecake and then somebody you know they may ask that every time somebody comes through but one like maybe one out of 20 or one out of 10 might be like actually i would like to try the cheesecake just throw that on there so that's just extra money that they earn it so i say that to say like there's a certain awareness you have to have in order to not get caught up in this whole thing but i and i think the same thing with this whole virus thing like you got to be aware of the the political uh, affiliations behind it. You got to be aware that the these vaccines are connected to actual businesses, probably billion dollar companies that are making tons yeah. and tons of money, um, and they need to you know be able to thrive and stuff like that. And then you also got to realize, like you know, Gavin Newsom is, is people that kind of feel a certain type of way about how he's been moving through this whole pandemic. So you know maybe he's just trying to you know ensure him himself so he can get reelected or something like that. So.
0: True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, I just think, honestly, with Gavin Newsom, it's a lot of liberals. Conservatives don't like him at all. <clears throat> even conservatives in other states don't like him. I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't even live here, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. How do you not like Gavin Newsom? It's weird. But, um, yeah, a lot of liberals and conservatives is kind of done with Gavin, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that they, they kind of... And not to mention, um, he didn't even follow his own guidelines, man. He was out partying. Uh... He was out like, yeah, uh, yeah. I was with uh. uh yeah, that's how he talks for some reason. Yeah. I think in between the uh like he's bullshitting, like he's going to say some bullshit like uh yeah, I think we got to stick together as a California. Uh <laughs> All right, Gavin. Yeah, but he yeah, I think he I think he's out of there. And I don't think anything he does going forward is going to help his chances. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's gone. Yeah. Whoop. Well, There's that. I I just I don't I don't feel so strongly about the vaccine to where I'm like Alex Jones and I don't I'm not pro or anti. I haven't gotten it. I just haven't gotten it cuz I'm keeping the same energy. I don't get flu shots. Yeah. So if I don't get flu shots, why would I like this hasn't moved me enough and people are going to say Eddie, you're a fucking asshole. This many people have died, so you should get it because of this. But more people die of the flu every year and I never got a shot. So why am I doing it now? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to conflate the flu and COVID. I'm not. People have died 100%. But like my, my views have changed a lot. When COVID first started, I was like, man, you motherfuckers need to stay in the house. Yeah, what are you doing? doing this and that. But I was shook by it. But as mm-hmm. time progressed, I learned more and more and more about it. <clears throat> and I don't even think about COVID on a daily basis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have fear. That'll really crossed your mind, huh? No. Mm-hmm. I'd be thinking about them cafeteria lunches. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. Yeah, I've been thinking about them little corn dogs on a stick, the breakfast ones with the, wrapped in the pancake.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying, with the little orange juice on the side. Yeah, huh? Do you remember those little frosty pops that you pushed up? You oh know,
1: yeah, you know what I'm talking about yeah. those
0: little pops. They was like they was like a triangle. Yeah, and then you ripped off that little that little wrapper at the top and you pushed it up. It was like a push up pop. Yeah, it was nothing but really it's about ninety ninety three percent sugar triangular prism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A prism pop. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, funny. yeah. Grade school lunches got you ready for jail. <laughs> <laughs> the prisms got you ready for prison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, man. oh, man. That's funny. That'll be crazy if they really, like, they really had some deep, hardcore studies about, like, they had, they correlated, like, the chow halls in prison to, like, elementary school lunches. Damn. And then it was conditioning us. And then the cafeteria ladies just start acting different. Like, they give you, put your hands behind your back. You're like, oh, what the, wait. Dang. I, no, I, I want some. I want some chicken strips. Yeah. I wanted the chicken strips. Put your there, hands behind your back.
1: There might be some studies out there that kind of, like, shows how, uh, <clears throat> the conditioning we have in elementary school and stuff like that could kind of, like, prepare us for prison or something.
0: Man, yeah. this uh, pipeline.
1: The pri- what they call it? The prison school pipeline or
0: something? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's, a lot of it takes place in, like, you know, poor areas because uh-huh. it's almost like an institution. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man.
1: I think that I, I, I was thinking this mostly, like, when the world started opening back up. I was like, the only way I would get the vaccine is if it was a requirement to, like, do concerts and
0: stuff. Mm, yeah, then I then I had to do it because I got to go to Niner games and shit.
1: That's what, yeah. I'm like, I don't care about the vaccine or COVID or other people enough for me to just get it on my own. But if
0: it's like, yo, you gotta you gotta uh, if, get the yeah. Vaccine. If they try to say, hey, if you want to watch the Niners, you got to take a vaccine. All right, all right, give me a large.
1: Give me, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> give me a large
0: vaccine. <laughs> Let me get a large vaccine with a side of Moderna.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you man, son man. of a bitch. Yeah, I'll be in there. But just, other like, than that, I, I don't. I don't really see. The reason, like, I've survived this long, you know, without right? Getting, you know,
0: terminally sick. So. We're going to know some bullshits up when they start, like, giving out shots at, like, In-N-Out Burger or something.
1: Like, yeah. Would you like
0: your shot animal style, sir? <laughs> we knew something
1: was <laughs> up when they were giving out freaking lottery ticket prizes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, man. For that, for the they
0: incentivized the vaccine. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Gavin. Like, it's so, it's funny how corny these politicians be. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, it was not too long ago. They they were uh uh Joe Biden was speaking mm. and he just completely drew a like a serious blank. Really? He's like, Well, you got <sighs> yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> You guys know what I mean. <laughs> <They> no, gonna... <laughs> we don't know what you
1: mean, nigga. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> they gonna make a game show with the vaccine. I call it like the vaccine is right or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where it's gonna be like people I don't know. Whoever got the vaccine, they just gonna be sitting in the audience, and then they gonna get called like a ticket number, and they just gonna run down, and it's gonna be a whole, a whole thing.
0: Yo, obviously, yo, Joe Biden to pull up to the, pull up to the drive-thru and be like, "All right, let me, let me get a, a large a large fry and and, and, a, and a double a double cheeseburger." They'd be like, "Sir, this is Wells Fargo." <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh, he done forgot too much stuff, bro. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Oh man, that I know he been around for a while. Yeah, he been around a minute, but it, but he cannot run for a second term. I think he's everyone so knows, old. Know,
1: yeah, yeah. and he and he don't look like very fresh. You know, like some yeah. older people like. You know, you see certain, certain people, like, man, they still
0: youthful, like, they right. still,
1: but he, he not one of those. He look his age, for sure.
0: He looks like a bruised banana. Yeah. He looks like he is v- just used up, man. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the orange when you leave it on the table too long and it's starting to, like, get warped and shit. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I got about one more day on this orange, but I got to throw it out.
1: Even show look like you know you slice an apple and then once the air start hitting it start browning. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you brown out. Al- you brown apple looking motherfucker. <laughs> been in the air too long. Damn. Joe Biden <laughs> out here looking like a. But Joe Biden out here looking like a brown apple. <laughs> Donald Trump looked like a red apple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. man, white people are. I find them very interesting because like there are. Um, some white people that are very, you could tell they have, like, a lot of insecurities about, like, their age and their look, mm-hmm. right? So, like, they'll do, like, a guy like Donald Trump, you know, he, he still be getting tans and his hair done and stuff like that. Like, try, he, I'm sure he'd be using, like, face creams to try yeah. to maintain his youth and stuff. It's just like, bro,
0: you old. You old. It's not really a way to hide that. Yeah, Trump looks like he farts 24/7. <laughs> like he just got he just like he they just got, got loose got, booty, huh? He's got gas just yeah. every. So. <laughs> you know what guys? <laughs> you guys, listen, listen here. I want America <laughs> to be free. <laughs> oh man. That nigga had that diaper on that one he time. He ain't running for pres. He ain't running for president. He ran to the toilet. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we ain't got much else to say about this. We'll go ahead and uh, <clears throat> switch gears on this one. Switching gears. Lizzo. Uh, recently, Lizzo responds to <clears throat> her negative comments uh, from some recent actions or what she did. All right. Um, in quote. Lizzo cries during Instagram Live in response to me messages. It's fatphobic, and it's racist, and it's hurtful. And she said, uh, fans and <clears throat> the famous friends like Cardi B and Missy Elliott are cheering on Lizzo after the singer cried during an honest moment on Instagram Live. During the video, which no longer appears on our Instagram feed, the Grammy winner uh, got emotional in response to negative attacks days after and days after she and Cardi B released the music video for the new song, Collaboration Rumors. Um, On the days I feel I should be the happiest, I feel so down. Lizzo sitting in her bathroom told uh, social media followers as she dabbed at her eyes, like I, sit, like I hurt so hard. Though the 33-year-old didn't describe the hateful messages in detail, explaining, I'm not even going to say them to give them power. They appear to be focused on her appearance. People saying shit about me that just doesn't even make sense. The visibly upset star shared, it's fatphobic and it's racist and it's hurtful. If you don't like me, like my music, Uh, if you don't like the rumor song, cool. But a lot of people don't like me because of the way I look. Okay. So here's my take on Lizzo. I think that it's not okay. To make fun of people because they're overweight. And it's not okay to uh, to chastise people for no reason. But it's also true that if you want to make it anywhere in life, you got to have thicker skin than this. This shit is just, you get you're just literally going to cave in on yourself every fucking time somebody says something negative about you. Mm-hmm. I don't see how, like how did Lizzo make it to where she's made it? like without without like, having thick skin. It's crazy. She got thick skin all right. Yep, extra thick. But you know what? Here's the thing. And I and I and I say that as satire. <laughs> um but it's like, dude, you don't the world doesn't stop because you're offended. It doesn't stop. What did I just say at the top of the podcast about how you need to prepare your kids. You need to crack jokes on them. You need to teach them how to fight. You know why? Because they need to defend themselves. And when you are a celebrity and you got so many motherfuckers saying fucked up shit, then don't give it power. Don't have motherfuckers having you. When you got people seeing you crying on Instagram, they won. Oh yeah, they won. They, they got what they wanted. They, they like, oh she fat. Look at her. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. That's she the, got fat tears. That's yeah, right. Yeah, she got orange grease. <laughs> she <laughs> <laughs> that's the world man The world is fucked up like that mm-hmm. It's it's a fucked up world People mm-hmm. are gonna Like me and Keith are cracking jokes But we mean them as jokes We don't walk around Fucking with people And making fun of them Because yeah. they're overweight Or you know They're this or they're that mm-hmm. That's corny
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right But what I do think I think it's a little bit Disrespectful to her fans Because you got so many people That fucking love you Lizzo Yeah They fucking real. love you mm-hmm. Lizzo is an amazing artist yeah. She's an amazing artist. She mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You don't just drop these hits because you just mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sitting there like I'm listening to the Lizzo, but I can vibe out to some of her music for sure. Mm-hmm. She makes good fucking music. Yeah. Focus on the people that love your shit. Because it, it, it could be 50 people in a room. We love you, Lizzo. You are a queen. You are this. You are that. Keep doing what you're doing. And it's one person in the corner like Lizzo, you fat ass, oh, you oh, this and that. And you are stopping... In the middle of all that love that you're getting from the people who fuck with you to notice that one person. Yeah. Definitely not the majority of people that's hating on her. No. The majority of people love Lizzo. Mm -hmm. This speaks more to you because here's the thing. You are more harsh on yourself than others are. So you have subscribed to the shit that they're telling you.
1: Yeah. And I would I, not to cut you off, ahead. I want you to finish your point. But I would feel slighted as a fan if um and this is kind of something J. Cole was mentioning in a like I would feel slighted as a fan if if I'm going to every concert, if I'm streaming the music, if I'm buying the album, um just supporting buying merchandise and stuff like that, and then you get online and you go on these rants about people that's like hating on you or not supporting you. I'd be like, yo, like I'm 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 here and or me and my friends, we vibe out to your stuff, we went to your concert. But all you seem to speak about, like, you don't really thank us for our support. You're more so um, commenting on the, the negative stuff.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, you you bene- you benefit from the same fans that you... Like, I know she gives loves to her fans. I know yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. But, like, we can't live in a world where people are only supposed... Like, the problem I have with this is we can't live in a world where people are only supposed to tell us nice things. Mm-hmm. If you overweight... Be prepared for fat slander and fat jokes mm-hmm. If you're not super attractive And you might look funny Be prepared for ugly jokes If you short Be prepared for motherfuckers To crack short jokes on you If you broke Be prepared for motherfuckers To crack broke jokes on you That is the real world I know it's hard for people to get that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you want to live in a place Where motherfuckers tell you All the shit you want to hear But that ain't how it works mm-hmm. That ain't how it works man And I don't want to keep reiterating The same points but it's like, I could walk out the door right now and somebody could say something I don't like. And it's up to me how I respond to it. Yeah. You, we're going to die someday. We can't just be like, I don't like the way they're talking to me. You're going to fucking die someday. Are you going to let these people hold power over you?
1: Yeah. You got to shift that energy. I think it, it, it's okay. Like, I I mean, I, I told you guys earlier, like, I got bullied before, too. And as a kid, I didn't like it at all. Um it's, it's a part. I think the emotions, um, for me, I'm not telling her not to feel these sort of emotions. I, I think that she she can uh, shift the way she uh, processes that type of information. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, we talked about um, more so like instead of speaking on the negative, maybe speak more so about the positive stuff. Like, hey, um, you know, I'm not going to let them bring me down. I'm a shout out such and such. Um, Big, Lizzo's biggest fan 52 or whatever in the comments, like, yo, I appreciate the love or like shouting people out individually that are like actually showing her support instead of like feeding into it. Cause like you said, that's like that, that's validating the people that are online just to be there to hate. And when she did the video, the reaction video where she was crying and stuff like that, the whole stream was just like,
0: Lizzo, we love you. We love you. We love you. are biggest fan. I think she thrives off that attention. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I th- but I think that, um, I, I just think she got to. She she needs to also like change her uh, relationship with social media. Yeah, and I don't know where she's getting this hate from and stuff like that. But the people that seem to be the most miserable people are the people that are consistently on social media. Whether they show, I mean, and if you look at Lizzo's Instagram, it's you know it's a lot of her showing her body and dancing and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. The thing that I think too is um, which which is interesting to me is um her relationship with herself it's 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 very um indecisive mm-hmm. it's it's all over the place in a sense and that's the that's human nature we're you know hypocritical at times we contradict ourselves at times but i just think with her i see thing uh things a lot where she is um when one time one day she's the most confident person in the world. Like I you know, I'll take your man from you, I'll take your girl from yeah, you, I'll do this. I'll she, take your lunch. Even in the song she said I, I haven't smashed Drake yet. Like just like lines like that. Like that shows she has confidence. She's confident in her body. She's confident in, you know, her personality and stuff. Uh,
0: not really. That's just that's just uh not not projection, but that's <clears throat> it's like a false false sense of that.
1: I d I don't think in my opinion, I, I think I used to think that, but now I think that she genuinely wakes up some days and she loves the way she looks, and then other days she wakes up and she's just like she doesn't necessarily like what she sees in the mirror. But to me, like that whole contradiction is is uh, interesting to me because. You Know she she kind of promotes herself as like this, like you know, I'm, I'm sexy, I'm yeah. big, I love myself, nobody shaming over here. And then the next day, you know, she's crying on Instagram. And but but the thing about it too is, she doesn't, I don't think she has a self awareness to know how she really feels. So, oftentimes, in these things, she'll be like, I'm not even worried about like what people say, but sometimes it just gets to me. Like, you are worried about what people yeah. say because it's getting to you, yeah, so you people. Though. Oftentimes, she speaks like about the things that are bothering her like that. And that lets me know that she's not really aware of yeah. um, the the emotions that she's feeling. Um, but it's, I think for me, I don't think that any sort of support, I don't think it's anything that we can say as fans or supporters or whatever, you know, as people like if she has platinum records and, you know, uh, Huge performances and records with Cardi B and stuff like that, and she's still feeling this way. It's nothing that the, the average fan can say. All you guys can get on there, you can comment, like, Lizzo, we love you, we support you, you know, uh, forget them, don't worry about them, like, we are real fans and stuff like that. You can say all of that and it will have no effect on her day. But the only thing that she can genuinely do to make herself feel better is to fix the things that these people are talking about.
0: Yeah, hold on. that's 100% true. Let's be very clear here. You say, oh, it's fat phobic or it's fat shaming or it's this and that. Let me be very clear when I say this as a person who goes to the gym and tries to keep my weight down. And it's a battle, you know, especially when you don't got a lot of time and you're trying to eat better and you make mistakes. Like I battle with my weight and I still work out and do something about it. Right. But here's the thing. It's not okay to be fat. I don't give a fuck who you are. I have people in my family that are overweight like me mathematically I am also overweight so I can't advocate for you saying that I'm getting judged because of how I look change it you're still going to be judged after you change it doesn't matter you're going to be judged off every if they're going to say oh she lost weight she thinks she's too good now or oh uh she thinks she's pretty she ain't the shit she ain't nobody you still stupid, even though you lost the weight. You're going to be judged regardless. You need to get thicker skin and work on yourself. That's all you can do. But all this, I am just get tired of the pity party from everybody. It's just a fucking pity party, man. It's, it is ridiculous how many people think the world should stop because, oh, my, my feelings hurt, this and that. Yo, it's people in the world going through real shit. Yeah, It's people that's broke, they can't provide for their families It's all kind of real stuff going on And all people can complain about is people talking about them People are going to talk about you to the day you die Get over it
1: Yeah There's somebody out there that wishes they could eat it as much as Lizzo
0: <laughs> You know what man <laughs> I'm dumb Hashtag cancel Keith man Get Keith the fuck out of here by the end of twenty twenty one, Keith gotta go. <laughs> Keith and his hair got to fucking go. Oh man! But that's
1: that's real though. I think like I have I have this battle right because I, I I um like I read books about um you know uh, relationships and, and emotional intelligence and, and and all these type of things and how to be better friends, how to be better brothers, how to be better sons, how to be better husbands, boyfriends, whatever. And better friends. What? none <laughs> <laughs> um, but you when you when you start to read these books you realize that there is a, a a tone in it right there's a tone that kind of uh essentially says like you have to cater to um how people are are or you have to be the the I guess the nicest uh version of yourself in order for people to um you know I guess, Except, uh, let me put it to you this. I'll just give you an example because it's easier to explain, right? So, <clears throat> let's say um, you have, let's say you have a son, right? And um, your son comes storming through the door, and he's like, he's just storming through the door. He throws his backpack aside, runs in the room, slams the door. Um, I guess the average parent will be like, yo, get in here, pick up your bag, stop tripping, like stop slamming doors around here. You don't own nothing. Like, you know, uh, I'm a whoop you or whatever the case may be. Right. But these books will tell you like, Hey, in that situation, you know, compose yourself, um, try to, uh, reason with your son. Like, Hey, what, I see you mad in there. Like what's going on? Like, um, you know, was was it something that bothered you at school? And then your son expresses to you like, yeah, you know, such and such was doing this today or my teacher did this to me today and I didn't like it. And then you have a conversation, your son kind of calms down, he goes in there. So that's like, that's the tone of a lot of these conversations. It's very like, it's it's more about validation. You have to uh, empathize with these people. Um, So I say that to say a lot of the teaching today is catering to, um, people's emotions versus what's really going on in the world. Mm. So I think that True. Um, a, a lot of these books, it's like it's cool, but these are like like the most perfect example. Um, You can't use that in school when somebody's bullying, bullying you. You can't just be like, hey, I understand you're bullying me. And maybe there's something going on at home. Maybe (laughs) your parents are getting a divorce. He just like so I say that to say you need a little bit of that, a little bit of that, like kind of nuances and understanding Mm -hmm. relationships and emotions and stuff like that. But then you also need to understand that there's a real world where you can't control all the pieces on the board. Like this stuff is coming at you in in, uh, various ways and you got to be prepared you know physically you got to be prepared emotionally you got to be prepared uh, mentally for all these things that are coming your way so i i say that to say like yo you're right like um lizzo needs to have um thicker skin in a lot of these situations because you can't survive out in this world like there's no way there's never going to be this utopia where yeah. everybody's nice to you if you look at any celebrity uh, especially per, you know people that anybody cares about. Whether it's Drake, whether it's J Cole, they calling Drake light skin. Drake, you sing too much. Drake, you crooning too much. J Cole, your right. music is boring. Your teeth, your your dreads. Lizzo, yeah. you know, Cardi B, you know your titties look like pepperoni. So like it's just all these. Wow, that's a real thing. I didn't. I just. I didn't just make that up. Like remember when she 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 was on live and her uh, her top came down. They were saying her nipples look like pepperonis. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was a thing. It happened like maybe last year or something. Did like
0: the that. stock on Pizza Hut go up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Her titties driving stock prices up. Yeah, man. That was crazy. Bill Gates was like, I got to get some pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah but yeah i think i think that you know um we we just have to understand that like it's a it's a real world out there it's it's difficult um not everybody is uh put together like you not everybody can you know have the manners that you you do not everyone has a a uh, internet etiquette the same way as you do so we got to be prepared and even for us like i mean eddie talked about you know deleting one of his youtube videos because there was so much stuff going on yeah but, that's true but not and it wasn't eddie getting on instagram and crying like hey why why are y'all attacking me like that it's more like yo i understand that the world is not going to change so what i have to do is adapt to what's going on yes. in yes
0: it took me years to get like uh, it was oh god that would have been about at least a minimum of eight ooh at least eight years ago uh-huh. that I posted a video on YouTube and it start like it started having traffic coming mm-hmm. and it got around like a over a thousand views yeah and uh people was just saying stuff like oh he wrong because he said this and that like this dude's stupid he looked like this and it's just a bunch of just evil people waiting like you gotta understand something too anybody that will get on social media and be like fat slob get a life they hate themselves. They hate themselves. Anybody that's living a nice, like a fruitful life will not go on social media to cut you down. You got to use your brain when you see these comments because they're basically telling you, I hate my life and I want you to feel how I feel about myself. Yeah. So fuck you. You're fat. You're lazy. You're stupid. And when they see you crying, they feel so good because you validated their bullshit. Not only that. I think sometimes,
1: like, and I I was, I think I told you I I had this experience. One time, so one time we did this show, um, and I don't know if I've ever, like, told Tiffany this to herself, but Tiffany is a, she's a comedian out here, right? Mm -hmm. So we did a show, and Tiffany brought a lot of her friends and family up there, and Bakersfield, we're still we're still grooming the etiquette for comedy shows out here like I'm sure you you witnessed it a lot of times mm-hmm. like if the setting isn't right if it's if it's drinks everywhere if it's if it's hot in there if it's if it's too the lighting is too high or whatever like people are kind of like like stuck up you know what I mean yeah. when we go to LA we go to the comedy store like people are going there to laugh they're comfortable the whole night right so excuse me we had the show I do my set in my mind I think the jokes are funny. But you know they—they're not really landing. Like people are not really laughing, and it's—and it's, and it's kind of like my show didn't go go that well. That's so fine. it and happens then, to like, everybody. Yeah, exactly. So DJ go up there. DJ didn't do that well either. Um. Then I think uh, our boy Chris goes up there. He does pr- He does pretty good. And then Tiffany go up there, and they laugh from the jump. She go out there like, "Hey, what's up?" And they're like, "Ha ha ha!" So in my mind, I'm like, "Dang!" Like I just want her to do as bad as me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm saying like I can understand like mm-hmm. that that feeling of. And now I don't think like that because I, I understand, like, the dynamics of fans and, you know, people and, mm-hmm. you know, when you're bringing people out. And I would never do that now. I hope she, you know, she's very talented and right. I hope she does, you know, she goes far in her career um, and she will. But at that time, I was like, like, I was I was a real hater. But I say that to say, like, those people on the Internet, like the people that are attacking Lizzo, yeah. had that same type of emotion that I did. So when they um, when they hate their life, when they hate their job, when they hate their their wife or whomever, um, these are the type of people that want to see people doing as bad as them. So oh, yeah. that's when they'll say those kind of hateful, you know, things and try to bring people down so they can feel just as bad as them. Yeah. So, you know, when, when they say Liz, when they see Lizzo crying, they're like, yeah, somebody feels just as bad as me. A hundred percent.
0: And here's the thing too. There was this dude, I guess he got shout out by rap radar and he, he's he got, he's got a, he's a decent rapper. i seen this on Instagram. Uh-huh. And then uh, I was looking <clears> at his story, and then he had a flow talking about, like, Lil Nas X and about, like, you know, if Lil Nas X could talk about being gay or something, I could say I don't like it or something, just whatever it was. He was rapping that? Yeah, he's rapping that. Uh-huh. And then I, I put in the comments, I was like, look, bro, I was like, you see what's going on right now with um, uh, uh, the baby? Mm-hmm. Like, if you could see what he's going through right now, I don't think this is the smartest time to... It's not something to stand it's on. It's not something to stand on. Mm-hmm. And I just basically said something about how I forgot what I said verbatim, but matter of fact, I think I pulled it up because this wasn't even that long ago. I told this guy this shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like it's just a dumb thing to say, but it also you come off as a hater. Yeah, and you don't want that because people going people gonna they gonna check for you. They're gonna see it. The fuck is it that? It's right here somewhere. Where is it that? Where is it at? No, no, no. No, damn it. I thought I put it on there. Son of a bitch. Oh, it says this month. Yesterday. You took a screenshot? No, I just had it on my thing, my um uh notifications. Oh, okay. So it's probably outdated. Damn it. But anyways, the dude uh the dude was like, I don't he responded like I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, somebody got to say this, so I'm going to say this. And then, and then I looked at his story, and he was like, hating on Chris Brown. Then he said... uh um, Chris Brown. The, the Chris Brown. He said something like, Chris Brown was like, I don't know what happened in music or whatever, in quote. And he says, says the same guy that did a collaboration with Young Thug or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... He must think he better than you. Yeah, does. it's just like you have this amplified view of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I should be the one that's in your shoes. Yeah. So I'm going to hate on you. But these are the people that don't make it. Mm-hmm. There is no pros to being a hateful person. Everybody that's hating on Lizzo is mad because they talk about how she fat, this and that. But you wish you could be Lizzo. Yeah, You wish you could. Like, it's, it sucks. Like, the only scrutiny I have of Lizzo is only when... It's only when she does something absolutely wild and then gets mad when people respond to it. Like when you go courtside to a Laker game with your whole ass out and twerk on the court mm-hmm. and people talk about you, you get mad. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it was. People say, oh, well, you, you, keep that, you don't keep that same energy with those other girls. And it's like, shut up. You yeah. don't know what I do. You yeah. don't know me as a person. Don't speak for every man and generalize us. Uh, uh, Just having a nice piece of ass Don't make us forget about everything Mm -hmm. Right But Some people do wild It don't matter who it was Whether Lizzo was A dude or a female It's when people do The game Look at the game For example We talk about the game And how dumb he is This dude is 40 something years old Talking about how He shoved his cock down Kim Kardashian's throat Like Kim Kardashian is a mom mm -hmm. And you corny He's still getting in fights on the street He's just a corny motherfucker So we have a balanced criticism of people. The, the, sorry to cut you mm-hmm. off. But Kim
1: Kardashian, her name gets brought up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And it's only because she's successful. Right. There's a lot of hoes out there that niggas will probably never bring up in conversation. Mm-hmm. But because she's... You know, fashion and, you know, uh, obviously like billionaire and the brands and mm-hmm. the TV show and stuff like that. People like to throw that out there. She's but-
0: culture appropriating. Mm-hmm. It could be just her having braids. She's culture appropriating. Yeah. She's doing this. She's doing that. She's mm-hmm. doing this. She's doing that. Mm-hmm. She try to do like some social justice stuff. Look at her trying to pander to black people. It's yeah. like you just you're built to never give someone credit or you're built to tear people down. Yeah. It's just like if you don't like somebody, you just attack them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll say this. Where we at, man? Uh, one He's gonna wrap this thing up, man. Um, that was crit. three topics, really. Yeah, I know, because the other one is just not important enough. Yeah, I feel you. Um, we could get in. We actually can get into the last one and just knock it out real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. We just Lizzo, please get thicker skin. Because you, you you are extremely talented. I know you will not give a fuck, nor will you hear, hear this podcast. But if somehow this is shared, I pray and hope the best for you. I hope that you turn your life into um, – I hope you level up because you already are, are great as you are. But create a person, create a body, create an energy that you can be proud of because right now you're not proud of it. Okay? Yeah.
1: It's it's not an easy fix, but it is no. it is a um, something that is that you can do. Like if if a person has worked their way into being, and I don't even know where Lizzo comes from. I don't know if she was dropping mixtapes or whatever. I just seen her pop up one day. Yeah. Um, so if a person is capable of you know reaching this sort of uh, stardom, just you know just off the strength of who she is and mm. you know the good music and stuff like that. You could definitely shift that energy and start you uh, putting that energy towards working on yourself because I I yeah. think that's the thing that I haven't really seen. Like you 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 do see conversations with people like, "Hey, I was dealing with this in my life. I went to seek a therapist." Or I was dealing with this in my life. I I, I started hitting the gym. I started working out. I was very a, a very anxious person, so I started boxing as a as a hobby and all these different things. Like you start to hear like these people that are actually super successful and they started making shifts. Um, you see a guy like Wiz Khalifa that was a, a twig, yeah. And he started really working out. That's a great point. Jacked, you know what I mean? So I think a person they made like, fun <laughs> of Wiz too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a person like Lizzo can definitely make some improvements and to herself and her 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 self esteem and stuff just by just like putting into work. And it doesn't even have to be a thing like where she's she gets skinny. You know what I mean? Just no, be like even like uh, Monique. She she yes. lost she lost uh, a lot of weight. She's not skinny by any means, and she not. She's very up healthy died. though. Or Jennifer Hudson, like somebody that is you know still like a full body woman. Jennifer but Hudson just, is a snack. Yeah, she just you know she just uh, you know worked on herself. So so Lizzie, is Jill you know, Scott. That's another one. Jill Scott, yeah. Jill Scott is a Jill Scott snack. Jill Scott got a thick body too. Yeah, yeah.
0: She got you a, see how she was holding that mic that day? She got an SUV. <laughs> <laughs> she got a Denali. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the biggest SUV you got Yeah, have. man. The yeah. Denali XL. <laughs> yeah, man. All yeah. right. Uh, switching gears. Uh, PJ Washington, um, NBA player, uh, plays for the Charlotte Hornets. But That's he ha- sad. Yeah, oh. he has a very unfortunate story uh, involving his baby's mama. Hold on one second. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, man. I I think that most people are familiar with um, Brittany Renner. Brittany Renner is a um, social media uh, influencer um, known for having a a nice booty because she does. She got a really nice body, right? Mm -hmm. But that means nothing in the grand scheme of it. Mm -hmm. But I I notice a lot of men allow women with really nice bodies on Instagram to just... Manipulate and rule them because men, men just have a lack of self-control. So, mm-hmm. uh, let me read this article. Uh, P.J. Washington claims Britney Renner won't let him see his son. The P- the let me see. The P.J. Washington and Britney Renner saga continues to play out on social media. Perhaps one of the biggest stories to come out of the NBA over the past weeks um, has been damn has been the failed relationship between Britney Renner and P.J. Washington. Renner ha- had been Following Washington since his days in college and eventually the two had a son together in recent months, the relationship has ended. And now it appears as though Renner is trying to speed run and finesse. Based on Washington's accounts of the relationship, Renner was simply looking to get the bag, all while breaking Washington's heart in the process. This felt fa- this falling out has completely played out on social media. And there are various rumors that have gone with it. For instance, some have reported that Washington owed Renner, Renner uh, 200K per month in child support, although that was quickly debunked. Yeah, because he don't got money like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now Washington is sharing a particularly disturbing development in his relationship with the Instagram model. As it turns out, Renner is allegedly not allowing Washington to even visit his son. Don't understand why I can't see my son, In quote. He wrote on his IG story with the following emoji, with the frowning emoji. This is just sad, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, and what's crazy is like, no one no one is calling her out. Wait, how how old is PJ Washington? Oh, fuck. I don't, let me see. How old is this PJ guy? This poor guy. He's not very old at all. He's probably about 21 or some shit like that. He's 22. 22 years old. Yeah. And, and Renner, she, well, how old is she? Mm, She's I like 29 or some shit. Britney Renner Brittany Renner is 29, yeah. Yeah. So and it's like it's it it's first of all, fellas, I the sad part about it too is is the infatuation could put you in a situation that you will you can't some people don't recover from it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of men have struggled with the, this idea mm-hmm. of infatuation. I have before myself when I talked about um, any, like I don't blame any women in my past because it was my fault because you, you formed this infatuation or this idea of the woman that is, she's really no good at all. Mm-hmm. But you are like stuck in this mindset of like, oh she, I, I like her, I want her. And it could turn out bad for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I blame myself because I wasn't mature enough to attract a decent woman and you know a lot of people don't bounce back like pj it was with britney renner and britney renner had videos talking about how you can trap nba players yeah she said they're so dumb a lot of them don't even use condoms it just if you wanted to trap one it'd be easy to do it and Mm -hmm. it's like and women are still supporting this chick this is predator-like behavior a man could not say yeah if you want to fuck a hot chick uh just give her a couple dollars you can fuck her anytime you want or if you want to you know, if if you wanna you wanna if you wanna trap if you wanna trick a chick if you wanna trick her, then just have her do this, dude. You would get canceled saying that shit as a man. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think the biggest test is coming up soon. I don't fuck with Tory Lanes like that, especially being as he's corny and he and recently had that situation where he allegedly has shot Meg Thee Stallion. What if they find out Meg Thee Stallion's lying? Do you think they'll cancel her? Mm, nah, I don't think so. I don't think they will. Mm-mm. So here's the thing. Tory Lanez is canceled before he even found guilty. But if Mae DeStallion turns out she has an in, like, inaccurate story and it turns out he didn't shoot her, she's not going to get canceled for it. So I just want to, like, as, as men, if a man does something foul and you want us to not deal with that person, like, for example, like Fabulous. Fabulous was putting his hands on his wife, uh, allegedly, but it's a lot of truth to him beating on his wife. And for a minute, I couldn't even turn his music on. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I ain't fucking with this, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this, is, this dude is a piece of shit. But it's like, if I could feel that way about a man being fucked up and just like put his music and shit on hold, like I turned around, I could say I could separate the, the artist from the art, but then at the same time, I'm like, man, this dude is trash. How do you cancel Britney Renner, though? You can't cancel Brittany Renner. Yeah. Britney Renner is a She's just like a
1: career thought.
0: Yeah, it's that's that's really, what she does. Yeah. She's a career thought with no fucking talent. Yeah. And she's got a lot of support for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. It's this world of mental illness on the internet that lives there. Mm. A woman like that should not be celebrated. She literally got with this dude, married him, divorced him right away, and now is getting spousal support or child support. And she talked about trapping players and then she wrote a book about fucking professional players yeah a tell-all book this is this this woman is trash she is trash mm. if a man was doing this i feel the same way if a man wrote a book about being a player and they talk about how they fucked oprah and they fucked this person and they fucked that person i'd be like yo this dude's a loser I, We just talk about the game Talk about Kim Kardashian How he mm-hmm. corny mm-hmm. If the game is corny Britney Renner is corny by default Yeah She talks about fucking With Colin Kaepernick She talks about fucking With, think with Lil Uzi And somebody else Why do these people Have platforms Why does takashi 69 Still have a platform You know what the problem With America Is we love stupid mm-hmm. We need to stop this shit
1: Yeah I think I think that kind of like that. I don't know. I-, I guess P.J. Washington. Sometimes that's that's a thing that I think I've been blessed with, and not necessarily like anything that I did um, to work myself into this way. But mm-hmm. like I never, I never. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, Joe Maynard had a little podcast. Not it wasn't a podcast. He and I want me mean to say little. Right. Joe Maynard had a, a YouTube video that he did, and my brother was on there. And they were just asking each other questions and taking shots, like if you didn't answer it or whatever. Um, and one of the questions was like, yo, do you fall in love fast? And then it went around and come, some people was like, no, nah, I don't really fall in love. And then they, they was lying, so they had to take a shot. And then my brother was like, he was like, I, I fall in love with the pussy fast. And I thought it was it was just a little joke or whatever. But I thought that was funny because I was like, yo, I I, I don't have that experience. Mm-mm. I can never say like I was so like infatuated with having sex with a girl so much that it like it was like messing up or the way I was thinking so I it's unfortunate that guys like PJ Washington he 22 years old he barely coming into money and stuff like this and he kind of like he got trapped and same thing happened with Lonzo Barr I remember he tweeted that out he's like yo I got trapped something along those lines Mm -hmm. um, with his ex so it's like these guys—they're so young, and they—they they don't really—and like you said, some of these guys, that this is their first time either getting this caliber of women or getting women in general. Some some dudes don't really have the gift of gab, or they don't really know how to, you know, you could be talented and you could be tall and look good and stuff like that, but you still have to like communicate with women in order to like to to to. Uh, to get these these women. So I, I think it might be the first time. If you're in the NBA, you don't got to work that hard. Like, you know, you tall, you got money, you can walk into the club. People already know who you are, especially if you were in Charlotte. So um, it's just unfortunate that somebody so young can make a life, like a decision that has altered their life,
0: you know. I'll say this. The most dangerous women are the very attractive women that use their looks like a debit card. Yeah, because they know that their looks will get them in places that most people won't get in. Mm -hmm. You could just be a regular girl, but you super thick, super sexy, beautiful skin, long hair. And it could be a member of the Dodgers. It could be a member of the Miami heat or whoever. And they're going to try to pick up on you and you could use your beauty as currency. Men need to stop allowing these very simple minded, attractive women to fool them, mm-hmm. like, you can only be a victim so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, but, dude, you've seen this story play out too much. I think the problem with P.J. Washington is, is Brittany Renner has been on Instagram for a long time. Yeah. She's been taking a, a lot. A lot older than him, too. Not she, a lot, but she is older than him. She was taking a lot of booty photos. Yeah. A lot of twerk videos. So he started to become infatuated with this idea of sex with this woman. Right. And when you finally having sex with this woman, she has so much control over you that you can't even you can't even quantify how much you're being controlled. She's doing everything she wants and you don't get to do nothing. You want the only thing she's giving you is pussy. She, She 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 trapped him the first time
1: he followed her on Instagram. Man. yep. That and that's probably I'm sure I'm sure she had a whole game plan and there's a lot of women like her. But I, I'm sure she had a whole game plan like, OK, like, you know, I already got the attention of some of these athletes and celebrities and stuff like that. And
0: it just it just you know how there's a one sided narrative about how men with power prey on women. Mm-hmm. What about women who look really good that prey on men? Yeah, this is a real fucking thing. Yeah, because it'll be a man with power and they say they're preying on women, which I believe that's also true. Men with power can say, hey, I want you to come to my back office and, you know, you get this promotion afterwards. Right, kind of a bribery, you know, sexual type shit. But then when You we, want to be the head of this company? Yep. Does <laughs> it invite her, it doesn't bite her to the dick like this? Like do you want to get an advancement in this company? <laughs> so you right. want that two week vacation, Emily? <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy. Yeah, I don't got much else to say besides this, but men, you got to stop allowing yourself to become get controlled by women. You got to stop it. You got to stop because this is it. I'm not saying women are like this, but the women who are like her are like this. The women that know they're fucking hot, that know they're fine, that use it to trap dudes, that use it to get spousal support, that use it to get child support. These women feel like they're so attractive that they shouldn't have to work. Why should I have to work if I look this hot? I know that dumbass men are willing to pay for me. So why the fuck would I don't just fuck one of them, get pregnant, and I ain't got to work now?
1: For the rest of your I life. could have
0: hot girl summer until my kid turns past the age of 18. And by then, a woman like Brittany Renner, as, as sorry as she is, there is a sucker out there that will marry a woman like that with some money. To do with some money. Mm -hmm. sad it's the averages right so she
1: she's very famous she's still attractive you know Mm -hmm. just because she had a she just did this to the person doesn't remove the fact that to some people like Mm -hmm. she's still physically attractive um so it's gonna be some some dude some rapper that come up he may be uh you know to come up next year he may drop a hot single and like yo i've been wanting to hit Brittany renner she finally like giving me some play and you know that's the, that's the name of the game somebody out there I mean I mean there's you told me stories of people you know personally that got uh, locked down proposed to they fiances but they just trash women like got got too much baggage or you know they hoes or whatever the case may be and uh, there's somebody out there that you
0: know what many need to understand man what a lot lot of, a lot of, of men need to understand is if you get with some woman like this that's really superficial and very attractive, And they got this huge social media following of 4 million people. Mm -hmm. The attention from one... At this point, the attention from one man is not enough for her to stick around.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You are only one person. She got 4 million followers. And out of those 4 million followers, there are other athletes that want to fuck her. There are other musicians that want to fuck her. There are other realtors that own realty companies. There are other lawyers that own law firms. There are other people that want her... And you are one person, so she's gonna pump and dump you. She might have another baby's daddy. Now she got double money coming in. The saddest part,
1: I think, for me, is that he was so naive to think that she, like, out of like you said, out of all the four million people that follow her, out of all the rappers that, that follow he was her, the one. The, he was the guy that was like he locked, he cuffed Britney Renner. You, even if you, I doubt he read the book because he don't seem like the type to read to me, but. Um, you know, if he read that book, that should have been a you know enough red flags in there to be like, yo, I'm I'm gonna stay away from this. Or even if he did, I'm gonna get my rocks off, and then I'm a like she's gonna be just a little side piece or something like that, not nothing to marry.
0: Here's the problem though, Britney Renner actually lost. I'm gonna explain why. I just to, I just, it just hit me out of nowhere. Britney Renner had to get P.J. Washington, who is just a regular NBA guy. He's not a superstar, mm-hmm. right? She had to get someone that was dumb enough that wasn't a high earner. She could never get a LeBron. Yeah. She could never get a a, a, a motherfucking uh, Luka Doncic. She could never get these guys because their PR team and their team know about girls like her. Yeah, they move way different. They move different. So she had to get a dumbass like him to do it. A Be- new guy. A new guy. Yeah. He's very green to the NBA. Mm-hmm cuz when you when you are a person that is a Luka Doncic or a certain caliber at LeBron James the people on your team psychoanalyze everybody that tries to pop up into your life. Mm-hmm. And there's like a wall that doesn't even allow people to get in there. Right? And they know about Britney Renner. These guys know about Britney Renner.
1: But uh, even a lot a lot of those guys, I think there's a correlation like between the success you can have and like your your uh your relationship with your girl, or you you don't necessarily have to be like married and whatnot, but like um, a guy like Steph Curry, he been with his girl you know for years and years and years ever since he was in college and stuff. Right. LeBron, that's just you know they went to high school together and stuff like that. Um, a couple other guys that kind of like uh, Russell Westbrook, you know he 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 got his situation. Kawhi Leonard, all these guys are like guys that have like real uh real partnerships, real relationships. So they just, in general, like knowing that that means they move different. But it's a lot of these young guys, like you know, they come into the league, they single, they you know, they living a life, they barely touch money, they going yeah. out and hitting hoes, all this kind of stuff. And uh, you know, this is the result of like that kind of. I I call it just being loose.
0: Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lesson learned because the the messed up thing is I know what athletes what happens to them when they stop playing basketball or football or whatever sport, they're not making that same money no more. Yeah. You know, the worst thing you could do is reach the mountaintop and then fall. Cause that fall is so fucking That's far. Funny. Yeah. It's so far. And then imagine you are low, you dealing with a Britney renter, but you ain't got the money to pay. And now you got back tile support. Yeah. That stuff to catch up. That stuff would catch up. Would catch up. Now yeah. you can't even do nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's a young guy, but how long does he really have in the league? He better have. I hope somebody could put their arms around him and help him make a lucrative business decision that allows him to pay her with ease if he has to pay her. Yeah. She's going to, she could be a lifetime baby mama because now she don't got to get married. There's no incentive to get married, just like Dr. This Dre's. That's support. You getting 300K from Dr. Dre a month. Would you get married?
1: This is a side tangent, but there's, I, I don't remember their name, but they're, uh, they were the uh, the small people. They had like a reality TV show. Smurfs? <laughs> no, not the Smurfs. <laughs> it was uh, they had like a reality TV show about their family or whatever. But the guy, I guess he, I guess he divorced the girl that was on the show with him or whatever. But he's paying for the ex-wife to get remarried. So. Oh my god! It sounds crazy, but I'm thinking about it now. I think either Dr. Dre or even P.J. Washington should probably, I think they would do the same thing because that relieves them of all the stress of the spousal support. So Mm. maybe he wasn't necessarily, you know, happy for her or whatever, but he was probably celebrating the fact that he don't have to pay spousal support no
0: more. Fellas, if she loves you, make sure she signs a prenup. If you've worked hard to be successful, if you have busted your ass to become this this thing this 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 great athlete or this business person, uh-huh. it should not be a big deal for your wife or your your girlfriend to sign a prenup, mm-hmm. because I think that most women would agree. If if a, let's say for example, if a woman goes to law school, that costs a lot of money, right? You know, she makes a lot of money. She probably makes like four hundred thousand a year or something, and then I come around and. You know, we break up, but I'm making like ninety three thousand or one hundred and five thousand dollars, which is much less than her. And we break up, and I get half of everything of hers. They would look at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. But women are allowed to keep doing this. Yeah, this ain't right, man. This it's it's just not right. It's it's a bunch of men across America right now trying to pick up the pieces to their lives because they they've lost their home. They have to get their own housing situation figured out. It's so fucked But it, up.
1: I, I will say that there are guys that have taken advantage of this system, too.
0: Oh, like there is. People that
1: I know personally and celebrity situations. I think oh, J. Yeah. Blige. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some countless other people. So it's, it's just a situation overall. Like, no matter mm-hmm. what role you play in a relationship, like, people just, they shouldn't. Have the luxury of marrying somebody and right. then just stepping away and just being rich for being married to somebody.
0: That's facts. I agree with that. But the problem I have, though, too, is is the gender part of it. It's like, um, Yoheb was like, why would he be taking money from a woman? Yeah. Men don't do something like this. But then we watch the other side of this. He's hanging men upside down, taking the money. You, of course, you got the Kevin Federlines of the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the Kevin Federlines and you know people like that, but- most of the times, it's a lot of times. It's the the high earning men. They got to keep fucking forking out money. Mm-hmm. It ain't right, man. It's sad. <clears throat> it ain't right. But hey, I don't have that problem, so I'm good. I um, ain't got no money. I'm gonna go home and make some hot pockets for dinner. <laughs> I want some of that car- cafeteria pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. You know what? I want some of that cafeteria pizza, and I want. Um, a middle-aged black woman with, woman with a hairnet to serve Save it to it me.
1: To you. There you here you
0: go. go, baby. Here you go. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Miss Lunch Lady.
0: You don't even know her name. Yeah. Her name is just Lunch. <laughs> How you doing, Lunch? How you doing, baby? <laughs>
1: that was funny,
0: man. Well, it looks like we made it to the end of this episode. We appreciate mm-hmm. you for listening. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K Fings. Right here. Peace.